I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions. With me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. It's me. I'm your host. I'm ignorant. I'm back, bitches, and I'm ignorant as ever. Um, Listen, uh, if you're new to the podcast, please subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes. It really helps, I think. Helps other people find it, and then we can all learn the answers. Just do it. It's the thing I'm supposed to say. Honestly, I've just been copying other podcasts because they say that. I don't even know if I give a fuck. I do give a fuck. That's not true. I care, and I love reading them, uh, the reviews, and I post them on my Instagram story whenever you give me new ones. So check that out for your screenshot. Thank you to all the patrons. Um, especially my best idiots forever, Jean and Kathy. Woohoohoo! You guys, sorry for the delay. I've been a nightmare. More than normal, I know. What? Is that even possible? But yes, yes it is. Um, let's talk turkey. Um, or the podcast. Let's see, I'm gonna be in Colorado next week. Um, Fort Collins, Loveland, and Denver, and Boulder. So check out the calendar, jmscomedy.com slash shows. Otherwise, uh, look there for my L.A. spots. I'm going to Reno in June. I'm going to San Francisco in June. And let me think, is there anything else? I mean, there definitely is, but uh, but that's far out enough. Uh, I'm not, uh, not on the road <clears throat> all summer long like... I have been in the past, um, going in and out to a couple places, working on some big projects in Los Angeles, which I'm excited to tell you about. Um, there's a Patreon, if uh, that's not clear already by the fact that I mentioned it before. Um, I will, if you are um, a Google Hang patron, I will be talking about the projects I have coming up when I schedule our next Google Hang, because I am behind and I suck. So thank you for dealing with me. Um, let's just get to the fucking podcast. You guys, my guest this week is the incredible, hilarious Lace Larrabee. She is an absolute delight. She was visiting in, L- in L.A. Visiting in L.A. She was in L.A. Uh, to shoot some stuff for Carolyn Ray's uh, new game show. And she's a delightful comedian from Atlanta, Georgia. And we talk about growing up in the South. Uh, when you are raised by parents who had you as teenagers, that's right, teen mom, she talks about the stigmas, uh, and how her parents were different than that, and how that affected her life, and, um, just in general, uh, growing up in the South, and sort of the stigmas behind that, I asked her a bunch of questions that I had, that we all had, uh, and that some of you specifically had, and it was a fun conversation, we had some laughs, I learned a lot, and she's just the absolute best, so enjoy this episode, and then go check her the fuck out. Uh, follow her everywhere. You will not be upset when you start following her. Um, I need an app. All right, you guys, here it is. No further ado. Lace Larrabee. 
You guys, I'm here with Lace Larrabee. Do I say that right? You said it perfect. Okay, I don't know why. I do this all the time with people whose names I know they're my friends. Objectively, yeah. I'll have a moment where I'm like, have I been saying this wrong the whole so time? Like, because you generally don't say someone's full name to them. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, you killed Fuck. it. Fuck. Um, Thank you. Well, that's all, you guys. <laughs> I'm a hack. <laughs> um, all right. Just every podcast. Um, let's just get into it. Okay. You're a Southern girl. I am. Georgia born? Georgia. Well, what's funny is uh, completely raised in Georgia, but accidentally born in another state. Okay. So only lived in another state as an infant for like three months. Were your parents just like taking a, a break? Well, Are they on the run? Th- well, <laughs> Not, not, not on the run. So this is, oh. ooh, this is going to kind of get us into like what we were talking about, kind of what this will lead us into. Yeah. Amazing. So we're going to dive in. My parents had me in high school. In high school. How old were they? So my mom like hates like details, but, uh, so she and my dad, <laughs> she's like, then they'll know how old I am now if they figure out how old you are. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't want people to think we're trash. And I'm like, oh, Okay. You're like, all right, well. Yeah. Okay. That's questionable. Uh, <laughs> Her hair is like touching the ceiling. You're like, you're right, mom. I don't want to give it away. No, what's funny is my mom is like super together and she is, so we'll start with now. Like my mom is a state farm agent. She's on billboards. Like, oh my gosh, killing town, it. Like this town in uh, South Georgia and she's a badass and she's worked her ass off my whole life. She's super intelligent. Amazing. Um, she was not the poster child for like teen, teen pregnancy. pregnancy yeah. Right? Um, she had her shit together. She was a cheerleader. She had plans. She was going to go to Georgia, University of Georgia. Oh, man. And my dad was a football player, super good looking. Oh, my God. It was like the story. Yeah. Yeah. And so neither one of them were like poor or trashy. It, I mean, we're just horny my dad's <laughs> and reckless family and would probably trashy or yeah. But they were uh, both well, military family, yeah. brats. Okay. And uh, my mom had like her dad ran off when she was like 11. So she had, had like a stepdad that. She was not crazy about in high school because he was super. Well, he was in the military, and I was about to say he was militant, which he was, <laughs> totally was. And she was like, "Fuck all this." No, yeah. And so that was really it. Is like just out of yeah, horniness, just like, like teen rebellion, teen rebellion, Very standard, regular ass teen rebellion. Yeah, and yeah, and just general like they were both super hot. Like I mean, like, I get we're it. hot and we're horny teens. We're gonna touch yeah. each other, and everything's not perfect at home, you know. So it yeah. made sense to just fall into each other's arms. And yeah, you're like looking for that yeah. support. Yeah. So, Mama, um, like when she, her and Daddy got pregnant, and they, and the, even the cheerleading coach at the time, like, was like Ginger. Her name's Ginger. So, well, oh my gosh, her name's kind of, Ginger. Her name's that's Ginger. amazing. Uh, it's amazing. Everybody go get insurance from my mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'll make up for this podcast. Yeah, make her some money. So she, uh, even her cheerleading coach was like, we can go get this taken care of. Because they knew really? that she had like things ahead of her. Like, you know? You're like, you're not the person. They were like, you can do things. Yeah. Yeah. And they're wow. like, a baby's going to like ruin your whole life. And she didn't disagree. Like she was smart enough to be like, yeah, this is probably a bad idea. This is not a great plan. It's not a great plan. And she's like, and I don't, I can't remember like details as to why, like what changed her mind. I think maybe it was, she had accidentally like been sent to one of those like crisis pregnancy centers or something. Oh, And I don't know if that like freaked her out from getting an abortion, but I think it just solidified the idea of like, you know what? I can do this. Okay. So she wasn't like this. Yeah. She wasn't like super religious or anything. No. So she was like, maybe I shouldn't, get keep it maybe i don't know she kind of yeah she She was weighing her options yeah she weighed her options and she was like okay i think i can i think this is a thing i can do uh we'll make it work even if nobody supports us because like once she told her family 
especially back in the early days. Yeah. Um, like I'm super close to her side of the family now. Like her mom is who I call grandma was the only real grandma I had in my life. Yeah. Um, even though my dad had a real mom and a stepmom, Um, and so never had a relationship with either of them. Oh, wow. And so, I mean, now everything's great. So let's put that, let's say that now. Yeah. Just like then my grandma was probably not thrilled. Grandpa was not thrilled. And obviously real grandpa wasn't in the picture on that side of the family. And then yeah. my dad's side of the family was a little, I mean, they're a little trashy. And, uh, his mom was her, her side was she, that, how do we even know that's your baby? Oh, that kind of, and it's like, my mom doesn't fit any, any of the, part of the profile of like, I'm going to get knocked up and steal your, like your I, money, your, your mo- life. Like, you, you, she's like, I don't need you. Your football career. Like, <laughs> that's like <laughs> yeah. what? Like, I'm going to steal them trophies. Yeah, exactly. like, There's nothing for him. Like, but, I don't know. I don't know what she thought at the time. So she, she was like, there's she's some lying. people that will just think that about everyone. Yeah. And my mom's like, no, bitch. Like, I got better things to do than to try to act like your son knocked me. Like, it's clearly your son. I'm not a whore. Like, I've, yeah. you know, I'm in love with him. We've been together for a couple years. And so she was 16 when she got oh. pregnant, 17 when she had me. Oh, wow. Was yeah. he older? And my dad, was, they were in the same grade. Okay. I think my dad had failed a couple grades so he was like <laughs> was 18 hanging out oh that's a little sticky depending right? on the like, yeah, yeah. they were both like going into fine. their senior year that's so yeah. funny so mm. <laughs> yeah i love it. it's like stuff. how do you even know that's yours she's like i'm not trying to trap no this super junior yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super junior exactly yeah, like, so what happened like it got kind of sticky there so that summer like after they knew they got pregnant that summer my dad's stepdad like i said they were military so they got uh transferred to <gasps> virginia beach oh no virginia and this was all happening in warner robins georgia which is middle georgia if anybody's familiar with bases it's the warner robins air force base okay so that's where they were and so my dad like he's not married to my mom or anything he's they're also just, like i don't live kids. on like, my own like what am i supposed to do own. he might be 18 but he's still a high schooler he's like i, I yeah I live with my parents and they're leaving yeah, so they got transferred, and they had to make a decision, and my dad was just like, well, guess we're getting married, because we're raising this baby, and we're getting married, and that's what's happening, against everyone's wishes. They're like, no, do the right thing. Run! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to Virginia Beach and yeah. never look back. Exactly. That's what Jesus. his mom was trying to do, was like, let's just go up here and forget about this mess. And uh, oh daddy's like, has too much integrity, and is like, fuck no, this it's is like my a good baby. southern yeah. boys from the south. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's a song. Oh my god, I've, it is a song. I, have, I forgot about that. I've cried to it in my underwear for no reason. I'm like, for who am I crying about? Who is this boy from the south I think I'm missing? <laughs> yeah. Just like, where are you, Billy Bob? <laughs> well, and then my daddy is not even like, I realize how southern I sound when I say things like mama and daddy, but. Whatever. whatever it's who you are it's who i am i can't help it and so he he was always in the so his family was in the military so he was born in florida lived in california for a while he lived all over the he's country. been all over okay yeah so i don't even know if i mean i guess i consider him southern now because he's been in georgia my whole life but long story short uh he was like nope we're gonna do this so they had a little wedding thrown together when my mom was pregnant oh everyone there was like crying for the wrong reasons shotgun wedding just everyone's like why is it happening my mom had to wear like a like the only white 
uh, like dress she had, which was something she had worn to like a sports banquet or something. Yeah. And, oh God. Yeah. So it was miserable. Like it was, she had fake flowers and like she just, Aww. she never, they never had their wedding. That's like, literally I was going to ask you, I was like, drive did they ever to, like do shit in my life is I'm like, I want to have enough money where I can throw them like the an wedding. actual wedding. Yeah. Cause they're oh, still together. I'm going to cry. They're still yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Love happens. Right. It oh does. God. Uh, and, and it wasn't easy. I mean, we'll get into Me all heck. that stuff, but like, so it was crazy. So here's the fucking like this. This is going to sound like the definitely the trashiest. So <laughs> they had they literally right after the wedding they didn't have a honeymoon or anything. That I think they left the wedding that day. Keep in mind my mom is like five months pregnant. Heaven to Betsy. August third, nineteen eighty. Mm, we'll say how old Ooh, I am. Possibly 90. We don't know. Who knows? Oh, 1990, right? Uh, and they... Time is a social construct. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so they, they hop on my dad's motorcycle. <laughs> pregnant. She gets on the back, like wraps her arm around them, and they drive from Warner Robins, Georgia on a motorcycle all the way up to Virginia beach. So they were moving to Virginia beach. They were going to move to Virginia beach and with his, because he needed to go whatever. Re- I guess her mom wasn't supportive and his mom was like, Ugh. well, I guess if she's not lying about it, you know, yeah, like, she's I, like, well, we're not going to just turn out us. a baby. Yeah, like, and they didn't really have any like home rules. Like my dad's side of the family. Yeah. So they just had, they were that kind of house that had like, cousins living in it and just they just, just sort kinda, of like people came in and out yeah but your mom's family was like extended family. no my mom's family what have you like, done we don't let strangers in the house like we don't you know even if y'all are married you're not can't sleep in the same room kind of people like oh man they were yeah so my mom's like you know what and her high school she was also like just super embarrassed at the time and everyone knew she was pregnant and they were like really mean about it. And even the adults were like not cool with her. And I I mean, I can't even imagine the way I mean, there was one girl who was pregnant. I think my freshman year, and you're from Alaska. Yeah. I'm very surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's, what's crazy is that people got pregnant so quickly after. Because anything rural, people just like... It's just like what you do. Well, so that's do. what one of the... I, I asked people for questions about this. And someone, uh, one of my listeners from the South said they felt like there was a competition to see who get pregnant first where they oh, lived. Some, I mean, yeah, depending on upbringing, that is not wrong. Which is... Because there were girls that, when I was in high school, were straight up like proud of, like trying to get pregnant. One girl that I went to high school with, I'll never forget. She was they. She worked in the office. You know how like you could have like in school jobs. Oh yeah, were at school. You're like I'm an office assistant. So that's what she was. Well, they interrupted class one day to announce the birth of her baby. What people were like excited and clapping in class. Oh my god, she had her baby. Like, she had her baby, and I'm not going to say her name, but she, it was a car, and her name. Okay, well, we can all assume car. it was obviously Dodge Ram. Dodge Ram <laughs> Jenkins. Dodge Ram Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, how did you know? It's so beautiful. Uh, it's named after grandmother. Um, it's a family name. Yeah, family name. So she. Uh, so yeah, they fucking announced it. was like, oh my god. That's a, that's a good cartoon of like the trashiest. I mean, but I was like, what the fuck is what world do I live in right now? But yeah, because my mom was the opposite. She's like, I don't want anybody to know about this. This is I'm embarrassed. Like she's I mean, like, I'm I was supposed to mom, be. I was supposed to be somebody. the big deal. Yeah. Like, like the one that went one out and everyone's like, don't let me down. Right? Oh my God. And here she is like, well, fuck, you know. So my mom needed to get out of town. And then I think also I want to say at the time. That was during a time that, uh, like, pregnant girls were sent to the alternative school anyway. Oh. And if they weren't, it, there was something. There was some sort of either punishment or, like, 
weird separation. Like, yeah, scarlet letter type situation. Like where you, you're like, oh, the knew. stomach's not enough. Like exactly. So she, so she was like, well, it'll just be Shame. better for me to finish out high school. And it sucked because she's from. She was born and raised in Warner Robins, and so yeah. she went through the same school system from kindergarten through. And then her last year, I fucked it up. You had she, to, you were like, I'm ready yeah, to arrive. Yeah. Where's a uterus yeah. I can hang out in? Oh my God. And you travel, you're on the road all the time. So I you mean, know this. So when my parents were like it, on their motorcycle, <laughs> which is so funny, on their motorcycle driving to Virginia beach, they did stop off one night. Like they made one night out of it. So I guess the, only the honeymoon? Was their honeymoon was at South of the border between no. North Carolina and South Carolina. Oh God! You know that place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah, been yeah. through there, like with Pedro? Like it's the most racist, like weirdest fucking place. Yeah, in this fucking country. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a. I've well, driven say, past it, like a fe- like a carnival looking type place. Like there's like putt putt like shops. It's like a a rural poor person's amusement park. Yeah. Because there's not real roller coasters, but there's definitely like some kind of spinning some like a weird tilt a whirl thing. thing. Yeah, that's yeah. big like sombreros, and you get at them, and they spin around. And they and spin around. Die. Yeah, and you're like this is not safe. Yeah, and people are like this is the best day of my life. Yeah, and there's they like stop that she got a tilt a whirl when she was pregnant. <laughs> Just tried to spin you out. Yeah. She's and like, we could have a happy accident. <laughs> I would not have blamed her. At She's all. in there trying to like flip you out on yeah. a she rinky roller coaster. Like, Weren't you pregnant? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. No, never. Yeah. I don't know who started that rumor. Mm. <laughs> we just had a, we went up and had a good time with the big, uh, what, what, paper mache. Oh, I want to call him paper mache, but that's not what it was made out of. But there was a big Pedro. It was this big giant. It's just a giant thing. Mexican, like a like, Mexican <laughs> man. He needs to like waves at you. He comes in. It is. <laughs> I remember going there as a kid, like when we'd drive up th- to like Virginia and they'd be like, well, this is where we had our fucking honeymoon. Like it's this or Myrtle Beach, kids. Pick your poison. Honest to God, equally horrible. Oh, Myrtle Beach. Fucking God, Myrtle I've done Beach. a couple shows there and it's like mother. I hope to never again. It's like Orlando without the theme where parks. Show, the Carolina comedy. Carolina club? comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't talk about that on air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh. So that, that's where they stayed. That was their one thing they got to do. And then they got to Virginia Beach where it was just like a fucking free for all in that house that they had moved into. Like I oh. said, there's like cousins and girlfriends and boyfriends of cousins and like just fucking people. Mama was like, there were mattresses all over the place. And wow. like, even though my mom didn't come from like money, they had class. Yeah, you're they had like class and no money. This is like some sort of weird trash hostel. It was so trash. She's like, it was gross. I hated it. That's but hard. Daddy was like, what? There's not like, that's how I And that's raised. what he's used to. Like, what's crazy to me is, because I had friends that like, objectively had slightly trashier homes than me and I by no means, you know, am, you know. Oh, I grew up in a trailer. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, think You know, yeah. but yeah. like, I was always amazed that some of my friends just didn't seem like they I was always notice. so embarrassed of everything. Yeah. And some of my Same. friends were like, come on in. Oh, you need to take a shower in the fucking dirty ass bathtub. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you're not like, sorry. Yeah. Or, you're mean, not even going to apologize. Like, you're like, I mean, I don't, I'm still going to take the shower, but you're not going to acknowledge this. <laughs> like the ring has come to life <laughs> and it's like yelling at me. <laughs> Exactly, and that's kind of how I guess that's kind of how like my dad's side of the family was. I mean, yeah, just... They're a bunch of fun loving people, and like oh yeah, I'm sure. But you know, they played a lot of card games and had a good time. And I'm, I, my dad had a good fun upbringing for the most part. But uh, yeah, just it wasn't like the no most rules, no no laws, no like nobody made anybody do anything, yeah. or chores or 
even my free grandma, for well, I didn't rate, I wasn't raised calling her grandma, but, um, my dad's mom, she it, like would tell the kids like they didn't need school. <laughs> yeah. They'd hit you a certain age. She's like, you don't need school. Well, so it was just kind of that situation. Yeah. So my mom kinda... had to live in that house, live out the rest of her pregnancy up there. Ooh. She had to go to this alternative school. It was the same situation there. Pregnant girls couldn't go to the main so high she's school. She's somewhere where she has no friends, no, no family. No friends. She's miserable. And she sacrificed like, her everything to give birth to me and so they gave birth to me in virginia beach and then rounded out like three more months there i guess until school she's like get me the fuck out yeah. of virginia beach yeah and then came back to georgia which shockingly just, is better yeah, yeah i mean right doesn't sound like that's it, how bad virginia beach yeah, is came back to middle georgia and then uh yeah, and they didn't have any help. They didn't have any external help or anything. And they yeah. just both worked two jobs apiece as long just as... like traded it, off. Until, pretty much until my mom became a state farm agent. Really? My parents always worked two jobs, but yet we're always somebody was home for us when we got off school. Like, because I have a little sister who's about five years younger than me. Okay. And, uh, and they Was she? Her. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're like, we can do this. They married for like almost five years. They'd actually tried a couple times. That's and so interesting. Yeah, unsuccessfully. And then had... Uh, like we made it past our 21st birthdays. Yeah. Literally, my mom was like 21 when she had my sister. And That's But so it was funny. like bizarre because my sister's like five years younger than me. So it was like that far into... Yeah, their life. Yeah. Which is it's so funny because obviously having a kid would force you to grow up. Then you just oh. go like, 21 is still so young. But I guess you, at that point, feel like, well, we've started raising a life. Yeah. And my parents just aren't... I guess when people picture teen parents, they picture what they've seen in, like, Teen Mom or which things is, like yeah, that. Yeah, 16 which and Pregnant, which is, like, a nightmare. I would only... Like, I've seen bits and portions of those shows over the years. Yeah. And I could never make it through, like, full episodes because it made me so goddamn angry. Because my experience was the complete opposite of any of those little whiny-ass... Oh my god, and I don't know we're fighting and he won't stop playing the PlayStation. Yeah, like (laughs) boys who are clearly boys, like children about it, and then these girls who like bitch and yell at their moms because they oh and I wanna go out tonight. Why won't you watch them baby? My mom and dad did not go out. Yeah, no. All of that shut down for them. That's I thought that we're adults now. Yeah. I felt yeah. that with friends I have where it's like, obviously, you know, at a certain point you can get a sitter and like go out every once in a while, whatever. Yeah. But I have friends that I'm like, no, you got You should stop. Yeah. Like you, like you had a baby. And you're this, talking about like even grown adults. Yeah. And it's like, like they they, get, yeah. whatever you were before is done. Yeah. Like you got to close that chapter. Yeah. yeah. You can't have it all. If all includes like partying. Yeah. So that's what would make me so mad about these like teen moms who like thought that it's th- and also who think it's their parents' responsibility to take yeah, it's like, their um, fucking kid and and I was a I'm product of a teen pregnancy and I still know I'm a mistake like yeah it's okay I mean I don't that's not like, yeah, it's fine they did not love me no but I wasn't part of me, the plan but I definitely was not part of the plan so they did not have a traditional like childhood they immediately yeah. they went overnight went from children which my mom still always brings up. She's like, oh, well, don't forget, like, I had three younger siblings, and I did a lot of the raising of my siblings, so... So she really like, had no... Like I never had a childhood. She feels like her childhood ended at, 12, at 11 when her dad Oh, that's off. a bummer. And she was the oldest, and... Yeah, so so it really wasn't that far fetched for her to just like. She's like, well, I already know how to raise a child. It's yeah. not... It's yeah. sort of in my routine anyway. Exactly. Well, that's... I guess best case scenario for... I think so. Yeah, yeah. Other, like, if I had gotten pregnant as a teenager, I mean, I would have been like, can you leave somebody had sex with me? But... 
<laughs> Isn't that so cool? <laughs> I mean, the kid would be dead. Like, even if I had kept it, it would have. I would have just. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I still shudder at the idea of children oh yeah yeah what about you do you want kids at some point i feel like like was that drilled into you at some point where you're like don't get pregnant as a teenager yes <laughs> i was taught because of my parents situation at the earliest age possible for me to understand my parents literally sat down my mom i'll never forget like the day we had the full talk and i think i might <laughs> might have been seven that's but so it was funny for me to comprehend and boys are gonna want to put their wiener in you 100 percent. and she <laughs> opened up like a like a medical whatever they're called like, like a, a medical, medical journal those, or oh like, yeah those like dictionaries encyclopedias where you like like you, my, medical they would just look for symptoms and yeah. stuff and yeah so she literally opened up the one of those worst thing like, my mom could have owned right. just with her cigarette like well oh, i think you have pneumonia <laughs> and she's blowing cigarette <laughs> she's smoke blowing in my face secondhand smoke yeah i'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god little tiny tiny oxygen tank oh god uh, <laughs> you have to take the school in your transport but, yeah uh, <laughs> Oh, we couldn't afford Jansport. No, I was just kidding. I was like, what are you, rich? Which is, and I was like, oh, that's like basically a Walmart brand. No, it was just like your friend, your mom's friend, Jan, who like yeah. sewed you a bag. <laughs> Pretty much. And you took that to school. <laughs> so my mom opened it up to like reproductive stuff and she's like, okay, here's everything. And she broke down every, I knew every single part of to the a man and a woman. You knew everything. like knew all the vast difference were like, oh I'm God. not kidding. Mom's like, here are the medical terms. So, you know, when kids at school say dumb shit and they go, you know, you get pregnant by kissing or whatever. She's like, you'll know the actual way because I don't want you to accidentally get pregnant because yeah. you heard some dumb shit. That's not true. So she's yeah. like, it's more, the more informed you are, the safer you're going to be, which is how it should be. Yeah. Which is also why like abstinence only programs never are worked. fucking, never fucking. Oh my worked. God. No, I mean, Bristol Palin literally was an abstinence only person. And then she got pregnant and then she's like, I'm a pro-life person now. And there's still those programs everywhere. Rural areas like still have them. And they teach abstinence only education and it does not fucking work. No, we're animals. Yeah. You're gonna wanna fuck. Yeah. Like it's what happens. And if you're so uninformed that you Yeah. It's crazy to imagine someone being that uninformed, but it is a thing. Yeah. They're like pregnant. Totally. I know. So I like I was that little fucker though in school that people would say the wrong thing and I'd be like, actually, <laughs> this is how you get pregnant. Actually, yeah. And the penis has to become erect and then it goes into the <laughs> vagina and it blah blah blah. blah. Like, you must have been so excited for sex. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's so medical. <laughs> no, actually, I was uh, super promiscuous, little like yeah. Horned up but you're like, too. I know what to do. Yeah, I yeah. know the steps. Yeah, and I could. I mean. But I also, I was always surprised that when I would have like those sex conversations with my friends at like 13, 14, 15, that they were all like, oh no, you want to do blah, 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 or you've already done blah, blah. And, I'm and like, you're like, do you not yeah, have nerve dude. endings? Like, right. And maybe it's like when you start your period and stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think 12. Oh, so okay. Like, maybe you just, cause you were early start. I don't know though. Cause like, I th- I'm starting to think that people are either just sexual or, or not sexist. really that's yeah. yeah like that they're just Maybe sort of it. i think there is a spectrum on how just genuine like generally sexual you are because yeah. it surprises me i always am surprised when people are like oh i didn't want to do blah blah or didn't even touch themselves until like late yeah. teens or early 20s and i'm like it huh? wasn't till my like er, like mid 20s that i realized not everyone likes going down on 
like their partner like yeah. ma- like I, I thought oh, I know anytime I've heard those stories I'm like huh yeah when people what? do the relatable like yeah just to get him to do the dishes or whatever I was like wait I'm like no I thought I, we all secretly we liked, liked it. it yeah and that's like the joke <laughs> yeah and I was I remember being so confused as an early teen and teen when people are like Oh yeah, boys. Boys are just so horny, and I'm like, I'm yeah, I was like, am I a boy? I still time. have time. There's still moments where I'm like, am I a man? Yeah, am I a oh, I teenage boy? All the time. Yeah. No. Ugh. And I, have you watched Pin Fifteen? I haven't yet. God damn, it's so fucking good. Fuck. Like, that's what so I've heard. Our lives like it's so goddamn good. But there's like scenes where uh, uh, Maya Erskine's character, she's like just staring at like the boys, and yeah, I think even the girls. Like she was just staring, and the camera she's like, like just closes in. And on it's when she had like started masturbating like at like thirteen. So funny, and it's like zooms in on like like a boy's like hairy, gross back of his neck, and then like a leg, and then like it's just like dun, 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 dun. yeah, it's like everything makes her horny, and I'm like, yeah, that's I get how I it. Felt. No, it's like I I still yeah. I can tell in my bones when I'm ovulating. Yeah, like, just like same. same. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and I feel like in. I mean, maybe it's genetics because obviously my parents were like, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> that's true. Honest. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so I, so it's funny, like, even though I was super informed about all of it, it did not keep me from wanting. It didn't make you fear wanting to do it. You're nope. just like, now I just, now I'm just educated about it. Yeah. And then on top of that, like biologically, I was like, let's fucking do this shit. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I, I need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be inside of me. Yeah. Mom, don't listen to this. I'm I so sorry, mom. If you're listening, my mom. I'm going to tell her I was on it. We'll block her from all the. Yeah, you're blocked. It. Yeah, but yeah. So my experience with teen parents was uh, very different than what people think that it is, and I guess like I kind of play it up on stage a little. And yeah, as people will do with stories. It's, it is an interesting. Yeah, it's, and that's but what they want to hear the stereotype of it. Of course, people want that idea validated. Yeah, yeah. they want to be like. <laughs> It really wasn't like I didn't even really realize that my life was that different until I guess like late middle, uh, late elementary school when you were starting to, when you start to like kind of pay attention to your other friends' parents and stuff. And I realized how fucking young my parents were. Yeah, like I knew the story because my parents, as lovely and supportive as they've always been, um, there's never a day that I didn't like feel guilty for coming into this world. Oh. <laughs> It, I mean, it's just in a way to keep, you know, just to remind me. Just like, stay humble. But I ruined their lives. Yeah, like, <laughs> but they, they love me. I better, me great. I better do a lot of good things. And you better do something good. I ruined your life. You ruined our lives. You yeah. stole everything we from us. We had you. Yeah. And you robbed us of our to. joy. Yeah. yeah. You robbed us of our joy and our youth. Please uh, be rich. And you must become successful. Buy us a home. Right. At least. <laughs> exactly. so literally the least you literally can do. Literally the least you can do. You buy them a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they live in like a nice house. Yeah. Like, I just buy them a trailer anyway. For old times sake. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I, yeah, I didn't even realize like it was so different. You don't until know. Until later. I don't think anyone knows that like yeah. their, whatever their unique home situation is, everyone thinks that's what yeah, is that's normal. That's what everybody's, yeah. I didn't know my life was insane until I started talking about it. And then right. people That's were what like, what? And it's I was cool. like, yeah, yeah. When you start to talk to friends and like when I, when people would talk about like, how old is your mom? Like when you're old enough to know how old your parents are, you yeah. start to talk about, or you have to answer those fucking questions in class. Yeah. Those are random like a project ass. And they're like, how old's your mom and dad? And what do your parents do? And, and like, they'll be like, like, no, this isn't right. Yeah. And you're like, like they work a hundred jobs and they're like 22. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? And then other people are like, what? And teachers legit are like, 
Are they? My mom told me she was 16 when I was five. I was like, how old are you, mom? Or like whatever age I asked. Like, he probably went to either, school. Yeah, either kindergarten or preschool. And I was like, my mom's 16. And everyone's like, what? And she, she just thought it was so funny. So my mom was 30 when she had me and definitely oh, wow. aged terribly. So wow. for people to be like, okay, yeah. your mom is not 16. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I skipped a question you asked me. So you oh. were like, how do I feel about having babies and stuff? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Was it drilled? So yeah, it was drilled into me to like run, like never had like, never have stay as baby free as possible as long as possible yeah uh but what's funny is so i i did for the most part i mean there there is a story but i don't think i can i've never talked about it because it would affect this other person who was part of it but okay i did like become pregnant at one point we can't really talk about all that all right well Um, you know we we move on past it but just we've all heard the tim mcgraw song yeah uh (laughs) so um i was 20 never mind (laughs) i just insert all these sad songs (laughs) i have a country song for every situation yeah hey that's totally fine um so i uh, what's funny though is like i like adhered to that and i was like all right i'm gonna do everything that my parents didn't get to do so you're like this is my plan life and this is my plan and then you know when you're in your like late 20s which i obviously am uh Like, obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, maternal instincts and shit start kicking in your goddamn yeah. bio- biological clock. And it's like, beep, beep, yeah, beep. yeah. I've said, I've referred to it before as like, it feels like the telltale heart and like <gasps> Edgar, that Edgar Allan Poe. Oh my God. That's like, such a great way like to so loud that other people can hear it. You know? Yeah. That's and- so, I've been trying to do a bit about, it's not the same thing, but just this, like it feels like it's so loud trying to compare the like urge I have when yeah. I'm ovulating to there's this animal I l- went down a wormhole researching the right animal because oh, I, yeah. I, star- I, f- I started as like velociraptor how they like tap on the ground but then there's this animal <laughs> in Madagascar called an I.I. and it's like this little oh. tiny thing have you seen yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they're like crazy haired and so big eyes so cute yeah yes. and they have like one long nail and they'll one tap one long ass nail tap yeah. on wood to find to find like termites yeah yeah. and, and I keep being like, like give me your seed yeah, like a little stick that long long nail like down in the hole and then they eat like termites off of it but yeah no it is like this like this thing you can't escape of your body or your brain or yeah it's the fucking telltale heart of yeah it's like your ovaries are screaming to you so goddamn loud and so it was funny because at that point like i had bypassed the whole like like i made it through my teens without giving birth yeah and i did it i did it and uh and then like even my parents i guess because even though they're so young, like my parents are in their fifties, like they're so fucking young yeah. that they, even though at a certain point they're like, all right, bitch, when are you going to have kids? They're like, they're we, like, we want great. It's been a long time since we had a baby, like a baby around. And we still like, even though they're young as shit, they so still, fu- their grandparent, their grand, whatever instincts kick in because they were parents so young. So yeah. They're grand- so they're ready to be grandparents. Exactly. Yeah. So they are still like, what's the deal here? Yeah, so they're ready for them, but I'm still like, I'm on that path that I made a commitment to of like, I'm going to accomplish everything that y'all couldn't do because you made, you reminded me all the things you missed out All the on, time. All the time, every day for breakfast. Like yeah. I had to hear what... Do you want an Eggo waffle? Because that's all we can afford all because we can afford of you. Because we gave birth to you. Remember how we gave birth to you? We, we, we gave up all our dreams. And all of our mm-hmm. hopes and dreams. Yeah, and we've been working and we were never actually children. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. <laughs> Uh, so I like, I'm still committed to like, Hey, let me have a fucking life. Like, let me do all of these things. Do you have, so do you eventually want children, but you just want to meet the goals? Or are you kind of like crazy? Like, and I kind of feel like if I had the money, 
I think if, cause I'm married now and we got Woo-hoo. married last year. We just had our year anniversary. Congrats. Happy um, anniversary. Thank you. thank you. They're a wonderful couple. Thank both you. hilarious. Oh, he's so goddamn funny. I love him so much. My husband's Jared Harris. If anybody, yeah. Like, you guys, if you know him funny. or if you want to look up his comedy as well. 17 years. Yeah. He's amazing. Buy his album. We have a lot of them in the attic that we need to sell. They're from a few years Dude, ago. Dude, physical copies like, of shit. Yeah, no, I'm down to my last stack. Like made him order a certain amount or whatever, or they encouraged him to order a certain amount. I don't know what it was. I bought an amount. I I bought a thousand physical copies and I'm down to my last stack, but it's like, sweet someone please yeah. and he's not on the road like he used to he's been taking like a sabbatical for a little while yeah he's kind of burn out in the business but Fuck. he's busy doing other shit so it's fine um but yes yeah, so we have a fuck ton of like albums look it up Jared harris present and talk very funny it's really funny both of you uh but so he also is like he never had any intentions of having kids yeah he had a shitty life and hers is like whole family's dead and all that that's how i feel it's like i don't yeah. want to do that what happened to me to another thing right. i don't fucking that's how know i don't know how to care for i don't want to bring a creature into this world and like be responsible for because the world's shitty and it's horrible yeah no it's like, like part of me is like it's irresponsible it's to have irresponsible children responsible to have children that's how he feels and my side of it is i'm like babe if we had enough money to have help regularly yeah. I would have a fucking kid. Yeah. Or at least have a sur- surrogate or adopt a kid or something like I that. Think like, I, I don't know if I my, physically want to have a kid and that might sound like I don't even vain, think fucked up thing. You know what? I just, I don't think I do. Well, it's like, it, first of all, it fucks up your body. But I honestly think there's something... And I'm not saying anything to people who've had them and I think everybody is goddamn beautiful and if your body like gave birth to a kid, that's fucking beautiful. I look at my mom's like scars and stretch marks and I'm like, that's fucking cool. I don't have the... As much I have the sexual urges. Yeah. Even though I just said all that stuff about ovulating. Like, yeah. there isn't this deep part of me that wants to birth a child. No. I don't have... I think we know too much too. Yeah, no, it's... It just... It, there's so many horrible thing and i'm so sorry to anybody who like but i think that your craving for like bringing a life into the world has to supersede like any kind of anything else that you have you have to yeah it has to be the thing you want more than anything in the more world than anything. That, and those I are the people the that, idea but i don't um, it's not it's still not my number one thing and i don't want to bring a life yeah. because that's a life it's a life so it's like if it was my number one thing okay let's yeah. go from there yeah. i do think that if i'll probably as of now i'm like i don't think i want to involve myself with kids at all yeah involve myself with kids at all. that's gonna get <laughs> that's, that's like a snippet that'll be yeah, taken out of context gonna, that's a great um, yeah but i think i would adopt and i think a lot of that has yeah. to come from i think from, i want to be a mother of yeah some sort and i've always felt that but i also have never thought that it was necessary before the age of 40 yeah so I have no problem well, it's like waiting. people are living longer thank you 40 is not old 40 is not old like you sorry. have so much energy there's been like research that's come out i mean i'm not gonna quote it because i'm not a goddamn scientist sorry what i know why do i even I have know. you here you brought me here because you have my science scientific degree <laughs> dr lace that's what it's called scientific science 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 sure. paper I'm a bachelor of science so i mean i'm very close hey so <laughs> <laughs> uh in communication so i'm going to communicate this to you very scientifically um <laughs> But I, uh, there's been like research and shit to come out to say like all the things that they said about women at, not being over able the to age have. of 40. Yeah. Not being like that. It's wrong. It's a lie that it's a fucking lie. Yeah. I guess from big baby or something like I big don't know, baby? Like, perpetuating this goddamn lie. Just big baby. <laughs> big just baby. Us all have big yeah, I'm trying to think what the logic would be is just like what's, what's some man but trying to plenty of people who have healthy, perfect babies. I just met a woman. I did this NASA social event. She is 50. That's awesome. And she has twins that are, I think, two years old. Well, 
she clearly got pregnant in space by an alien. So I mean, that's why. Yes. Yeah. When she's like, no, we, we were. Cool. I mean, she's like, like, we were trying for seventeen years. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's like I would get a dud. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's an alien, but it's like, doesn't do anything. It has no powers. Uh, it just has like an ugly cry. And like, uh. it's just got one glowing finger and that's it. It's, it's like, like the finger doesn't do anything. And his poops smell worse than anything I've ever. <laughs> just, yeah. that's Edward. <laughs> Quit eating out of the trash can. Can you name your alien baby Edward? What a horrible name for such a magical creature. Edward. No wonder he's a fucking dud. Yeah. What a shitty name, yeah. Edward. Uh, sorry to all the Edwards out there. It's half my audience. It's a lot of incels. Oh, half, um, half the audience is just a bunch of mid-name Edwards. Hey, leave us alone. <laughs> oh, but no, if I could guarantee that, you know... You knew know, everything would be fine. That everything would be fine and that we would be comfortable, I think. I don't know why I used all the syllables of comfortable, but... If that was like our situation, yeah, it's not like hurting or anything, but we're, I don't know. It would, I, you need a surplus for yeah, a baby. You do. You got to buy a lot of shit for a baby. So much. You have to keep them alive Ugh. as hard as you can. And here's my thing. It's not like an animal. You can't just like no. bury it in the backyard and put a cross there. <laughs> like you say, like an animal that you bury, like it's still alive. I don't know why I immediately <laughs> pictured you burying this like I mean, chihuahua you have in your house. I know why you pictured it. tired yeah. of it. I'm just sick of it yapping at me. Because <laughs> you just kill it first. Just what are you doing? Why are you burying it yeah, alive? Fucking, why, are, why is it alive? Yeah. The only pleasure I have. I just put it in the freezer until it stops. <laughs> it all comes back to Edgar Allan Poe. That was his biggest fear to be buried alive. Uh, so when he was buried, they put like a bell in his goddamn grave. Did you know about that? So that he could like pull the string so that like people on the surface would see this bell. Wow. In case Fucking creepy if that bell is like ever rang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so anyway, wow. uh, yeah, don't bury your dogs alive, people. But yeah. I <laughs> or your children or your children. Where are you at, Casey Definitely Anthony? Eh? I don't know what she did. Is that what she did? I'm sorry. Well, she didn't bury the kid alive. She went out to fucking party like a bad goddamn mom. Yeah, of course she's from fucking Florida, Ugh. and she's like, I gotta go out and party, and couldn't get a sitter. So she's like, I guess I'll. And I don't know if her intention was to kill the child. I think. She was trying I to put it to sleep. I honestly think that she was just trying to knock the kid out. It's like when people give their enough. kid Benadryl because yep. they're like, it just needs to sleep. Yep. I just need it to sleep. Yep. That's what I think. And I think she accidentally killed her daughter trying to just help her daughter nap longer so she could go out. Go party. Yeah. God. I remember watching that whole fucking trial. Like ever. I was bartending at the time. And I, I was in Florida when that happened. I would turn it on like in the bar and I'd be like, people were like, hey, can I get I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Casey Anthony trial is fucking crazy, man. You just called your parents every day. You're like, thank you for not, thank you for not doing that to me. Yeah, but I think she accidentally killed the kid and then covered it up. That's what I think. I don't think her That's intentions fucking... were to kill it. But um, I don't know. I I also know in my heart that if I were if I, I would be like my parents, like if I had a kid. I would give my all to it. Yeah. My life and my plans and my goals would be put on hold. You're like, this is all that matters. And I would give my whole attention to this child. Which is what I think. That's, that's how I think it should be. be. And, but here's the thing. I'm not ready to not be the spotlight in my own life. Yeah. And I have to be okay with saying that. Like I've been practicing saying that. 
out loud lately. No, you. I mean, you have to, but that's like important because yeah. if you're not ready to do that, then you shouldn't have children. Yeah. I have friends that I'm like, and I have to be honest about it because like, I don't want to be fucking bitter and I don't want to be like reminding my kid every day that they stopped all that. I, you mama ruined my been, life. Oh my mama God. Could have done this, could have done that. But geez. especially if, if you're a Bruce Wayne crew in entertainment. Oh, yes, the horror. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I could have been a star. Yeah, I could have. I start smoking for no reason. Yeah. Never smoked in my life <laughs> for dramatic effect because oh I'm a good, good actress. Star. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that's how I'm good. That's how. Yeah, I no, would you don't feel. want your kid. I don't want my kid to ever feel resented. Yeah, I would never. never. I wouldn't want that. But but with that said, I think if I had the money to afford help, like what a beautiful thing that'd be. I'd yeah, what a blessing. Have, like a kid that's like like gets to go to green rooms. Like I love how like all the all the comics who have the the ability and the means to do so who have the baby yeah still get to like get to take their kids on stage and and it's fun to enjoy road life but it's not shit road life it's like arenas yeah i like how uh, fucking cool what a yeah dream. arenas you can't do fucking you can't have a baby on the road when you're doing the fucking you're wearing like loony bins yeah you can't you're like, like i'm doing a one-nighter in blue room yeah. before i had to tulsa and you're like <laughs> Come on, kid. Yeah. You're sleeping in the car. Yeah. Like, what in the fuck? That fu- sounds terrible. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't want, and everybody's like, no, you can. You can have it all. It's totally possible. And I'm like, like I don't think it really. No, it's not. And the people who are like, if I'm going to. have money, it is. Yeah. That's the only way is like, if you're super rich. Yeah. And even then you're running the risk of like, I mean, how much help you're going to have? Are you going to neglect your kid? Cause Thank you're just you. like, well, I have help. And then you've got that kid who like writes a goddamn book about you. Yeah. And is like, they like, were I'm, never there. Yeah. They were not, not there. And it would have been great if I would have actually had my parents, you know, oh God. Then you're in the public spotlight. You get canceled. The kid becomes some sort of weird social justice speaker, but then they later get canceled. It's just bad legacy. I think you just set up the whole plot to, uh, that was, uh, secrets of the Yaya sisterhood. Oh shit. Or the, what, Traveling, wasn't that it? Like wait, it starts yeah, yeah. out with like Sandra Bullock like writing a book about like how horrible her mom was to her and her mom's like, oh, fuck you, bitch. No, I wasn't that horrible. <laughs> You're like, like, yeah, you were mom. Let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. My yeah. The reason yeah. I haven't written a book. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ugh. You gotta have that fucking conversation. But yeah, I don't know. I I feel, but I do still feel the urge and maybe like when the hormonal thing stops, I won't feel the urge anymore. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But that's I, It's I, like, I wonder when that. Like, like to be a mom though, I think. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean, I feel like everyone's like got a little a bit. I'd like to give a kid a cool life. That's what I'd like. Yeah, if you're like, do. that's the thing I could provide for a child. Yeah. I think that's why I want to go the route of adoption. I think adoption is the most beautiful idea you could possibly. I, I, like, yeah, I can't even. I've, what a gift. I've cried on a podcast before. <laughs> I was drunk and it was someone else's podcast. <laughs> we started talking about that and I was like, I just don't know why. Like, there's just so many kids that don't have any love. And like, and then I was like, I had too much wine. Yeah, but the foster, but I, I get it. I mean, like. I mean, the foster system is so full of kids and I don't know. And Jared, my husband had like not a great upbringing at all. That's where I think my instinct comes from. Raised himself and same. And so he, uh, yeah, he, he likes that idea too. What he doesn't, what he's not on board for is our lives stopping to like, to have this, like, let's stop everything and raise a child. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's like, if both, also if both parties aren't on board, right. That's a problem. Like if you really want kids and you're dating someone who adamantly doesn't want kids, it is not going to work or no. you or there's going to be it's or not it's not it's a bad good. situation it's not going to end up well I, we've both probably seen that happen a lot I've oh, definitely so, seen couples so many times that happen with yeah it's insane but I I don't know because we'll see I mean I don't know I could be fucking hit by a bus tonight like who knows I mean, you know I, mean? I pray for it every day I leave the house <laughs> I'm like when does the bus come down my street please end it 
I don't want to kill myself, but if life just suddenly stopped. If something else, like, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. ah, you wouldn't even know. Nobody gets any money from their bets that I'd kill myself. <laughs> um, ooh, a, ooh, a little fly got in here. Yeah. Uh-oh, my new home. Um, real quick, let's do a little, like, southern live-in. So you yeah. grew up in a trailer? So, yeah, I lived in a trailer for the majority of my trailer childhood. Park? Yep, it was in a trailer park, but yeah. it was a trailer park that had a fucking HOA. Okay, this was yeah. a nice trailer park. So, it was... I or mean, was it just like yeah. a weird, like a it's, trailer park that just had an HOA? It was like the owner of this particular trailer park was like, if I have this trailer park, y'all all have to follow these rules. And like you would get, like they would come and knock on the door and be like, listen, you have to cut your grass or you have to blah, blah, like to people who wouldn't. Oh. But like you have to take care, like your house, your, your trailer had to have underpinning. This is not going to be anything to people who've never lived in a trailer yeah and most people when i say trailer they picture like a fucking rv that is not no we live like in a like they had to take it down the road yeah it, it, it pulled down the road but you couldn't it's not a mobile. you couldn't just it drive mobile, away but it's very expensive it has to be pulled down the road and like yeah, it's a, like a, a house you could pay a ton of money to get yeah towed with the overload sign yeah, on a semi truck you yes. don't drive it away you it's, cannot drive it away it's crazy how yeah. many people yeah probably just people picture rvs just picture like an airstream and, and you're like, like, no, that's not. No. Because that's how it's always depicted in movies. Yeah, you're like... It's like, it's always like a fucking dirty RV. And I'm like, yeah, this was a nice, like... I'm pretty sure it was like a $70,000, like... That's a lot for a trailer. Was it a double like, wide? Back in the day. No, and it was still a single wide. Trailers oh, are not cheap. No. And really? people now, like, who would look down on, like, trailer living or, like, Couldn't the even same afford fucking it. people who... Exactly. Or are totally into, like, tiny homes or manufactured, you know, like, all these little... And I'm like... Those are fucking trailers. Yeah, it's like so for sorry. you to look down. It was so funny. My mom had this adamant thing against trailers. Like to her, mm-hmm. that was like the that was the one like mark of mm-hmm. your trash poverty. Trash yeah. poverty. Yeah. So and it can be. I well, mean, my dad left, and then she like moved us into the projects <laughs> instead of a trailer. With, like, yeah, no, it's like there's people getting shot. She's like, as long as it's not a trailer. Trailer. And I'm like, what I mean, in the fuck? I get it because I mean, if there were like bad storms, y'all probably didn't have to like leave the apartment. And That's hide in true a ditch. too, and it was like Mississippi, so there's the risk of yeah. You know, tornadoes, tornadoes and stuff. And stuff. But, I mean, that was the scariest thing in the world was living in a trailer when there's fucking like tornado warnings. And yeah. You can't even stay. It's not even safe to be in your own home. That's when you know. Yeah. Would you have to like drive somewhere? Probably like aren't rich. Yeah. You're like things are bad yeah, when you have, have to, to drive. We'd have to either get in the ditch outside oh the trailer. Oh my God. Or like the ditch that ran along, like the sewage ditch that ran along the trailer park. Or we'd have to drive down the road and go to like a school or a big like a big just a big like safe building yeah Yeah, it would be like safety spots yeah were called at the time but like yeah just like safe havens or something be able to like uh, yeah hide in bad storms do you remember i don't know like do you remember this in school i think i've talked about this on a different podcast before but in my elementary school there'd be like tornado drills tornado warning drills and we'd go in the hall and put a book over our head (laughs) Like I just remember thinking about that now, and it's like, what? What is that for? Like that's I not. Say that if we, the roof gets blown off, the book's not the gonna book, help. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. thank God I have my textbook. <laughs> like, what is that? I'm just glad that textbooks were being used in Mississippi. I so. mean, yeah, it's only for tornado warning. <laughs> only drugs. for tornado. And warning. you hear the bell? Grab your tornado book. Grab your tornado book. Nobody knows how to read it. It's <laughs> just like. Uh, it doesn't even say tornado. It's just a picture of a tornado on the outside yeah. of the book. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the only books in Mississippi. We may... I do remember, like, crouching down, like, being on the floor and crouching all the way down and, like, putting your hands over your head or getting under the desk. Under the desk makes sense. I think we would get under the desk. We did that for earthquake drills when I moved to Alaska. Uh, 
but it's like also we're on the second floor if this building goes collapsing oh, like I, but I would just come up with every scenario yeah. I'm like we're on a hill there's gonna be a mudslide gonna be a mud- <laughs> we're gonna die why are we getting under the table <laughs> I was like could you not scare all the other children yeah I'm like but whatever. I think I don't know we may have grabbed books but I definitely remember getting in the hallway and like crowding up but I would Dang. be like equally physically terrified during those drills as if it's real because it real. Real, especially as a kid you don't know and, and they're like, playing that loud ass like, the school and you're like it's going to this might be real this might be I real know this isn't real yeah they're not gonna tell us they're just no. gonna let it happen yeah god damn yeah i remember just being but yeah that's that is the shittiest part of a trailer outside of kids finding out you live in a trailer because they just immediately just like trailer oh, yeah, lace trailer trash Ugh. Even though, like, we were we were trying our fucking best. And my parents, yeah, your parents were, like, like busting their ass, save money. They're working several jobs. My mom was so dedicated to like us looking like we had more than we had. So we didn't live that's like, important above our means. But like, we would. We would She's like, my cheap. kids are not going to go to school looking like Hell they no. don't. Nope. Our outfits matched. We had the matching bows in our hair to go with our matching outfits. And like, you know. She's we, like, I was a cheerleader. God damn That's it. right. Yeah. And I cheer. I mean, and like I started cheering because she took a job like coaching the like recreational cheerleading department. Oh, great. Cheerleaders. So like I had, I started cheering as a kid. So we were very like put together. You would have never known yeah. from the outside unless you saw us. You were like a cartoon living. of this like Southern trailer family. Yeah. It's yeah. everyone just thinks it's like someone with like, we like their stomach hanging over there yeah. and Daisy Duke yeah. smoking a cigarette. You're like, no, not at all. My mom was like, I mean, my mom was very well dressed. Like it might not have been the expensive version of everything. No, but, but like, I mean, she, she made herself pulled herself together. Hell yeah. She looked great. Like, I mean, we all did. Like my mom, she was very adamant about like look better than what was actually going on at home. Which yeah. I, think is a, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I no, mean, oh, I think that's very common. Cause I mean, it it's instills also like, a, like some students of confidence and self care, like, and you know, taking yeah, care of yourself. Yeah. And it's also gives off, I mean like dress for the job you want. You know what yeah, I mean? Where totally. like, and that was our, that was our, you dress like the way yeah. people see you is yeah. unfortunately for better or worse is how they're going to treat you. So yeah. And I think my, like just my reputation at school was great until kids saw me like, get off the bus at like the fucking trailer park and, and they're like what yeah even though it was they're like who's she visiting park. yeah but oh so that's the thing though is i'm not gonna sit here and act like people who live in trailers are all like that because they're not like you definitely no. had redneck ass you're neighbors. like we oh yeah so one of our trailer neighbors <laughs> i'll never forget i like i hung out with their kid and uh their kid was like in between my sister and i's age so we would hang out with him and uh, he was this little redneck thing, and he would look like I don't even know why this is important, but when the moon would like be like a crescent moon, mm-hmm. he would call it. So his dad's name was Jeff, and he'd call it Jeff's toenail. I don't know why that's that, like so... really sticks out, but like he was like Jeff's toenail, and he'd call his dad Jeff, and it was his real dad. That's so weird. So Jeff, Jeff, and his fucking toenails, he. Like they were super redneck and they they were like stray cats in the neighborhood that would like go through the trash and stuff. And his dad would sit outside with like a cigarette hanging out of his mouth with a crossbow. No, that's the most redneck. And I will never fucking forget one day he shot a cat and it like, it got lodged in the side of the trailer. (gasps) like the underpinning so there's a cat with a crossbow he's like i'm gonna leave there to give a message to the other cats and i'm like oh god damn. oh my god like, that's when i started to realize like where you're like I? that cat's gonna rot yeah. here we don't belong in yeah. this neighborhood and i started to realize like why my parents were so wary about me like hanging out with the kids in the trailer park is like about like the crossbow cat time yeah you're like, like oh we're different 
Like, oh, okay. Oh, these now are I not understand. people I should affiliate no. with. Yeah, and I'd be so mad. But the, like, as a kid, you're so mad, and you're like, "But they're my friends." Hey, like, you don't understand. My mom's like, eh, no, they're not they're real good friends. Like, don't spend a lot of time inside the their house. Yeah, don't go in their house. Yeah, like, just stay, <laughs> stay outside by so the cat with the crossbow out of that one bay window that we have. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely, but we lived in it. And looking back as an adult, I I was such a fucking asshole about it too. Yeah. Of course I was. Like, you were like. I, I can't believe room. we have to fucking live yeah, here. I'm so embarrassed. And, uh, we look like trash, especially when kids started calling me trailer trash. Yeah, of school. course. And middle school's yeah. the, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then my mom got her job as a State Farm agent, and she got placed in a smaller, way smaller town than what we lived in. And it was down in South, like real South Georgia. And because when we lived in a trailer, it was north of Atlanta. So okay. Like north Georgia. Okay. And, uh, a nice area. Most everybody lived in like subdivisions, like Ooh. fancy fucking subdivisions where they oh, had like wow. stairs in their house and stuff. Oh my God. I remember, yeah. I remember when I thought stairs just meant you were rich. That's exactly what I like, thought. That was the sign I of lived for that. Like, and when also it's yeah. like, if you have stairs, you're probably doing fine either way. But like yeah. just thinking any house with stairs, any house like, with stairs. Whoa, you must be fancy. So rich. That's what I all. That's so funny. You're the only other person I've heard say that. I've always said that. I, I literally would go to my friend's houses with stairs. and be like, they have stairs. They're rich. Yeah. They're no, rich. I was like, what? This is any house. I want a house with stairs. God, that's what I always dreamed of. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's why I moved into a house with stairs. Yeah, and now I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. I've yeah, I've met all my goals. There's it's like two stairs. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I did it. (laughs) But no, like, and you know, and I was such a jerk about it. Like, I don't know. But then when my when my mom got her job, like I said, we moved to South Georgia, and then we were in this way poor area of oh. the state so everything was so much cheaper so we went from living in a trailer to moving into a three bedroom brick house oh because just because everything was cheaper because everything was cheaper and your mom was like obviously got this better job but yeah, like everything i mean she has a ton of like had a ton of overhead i mean she still does she still has the same job but like but we could afford like a fucking brick house a house that's... yeah and it was so nice and oh my uh, god you're like we are moving up in the world yeah and but, so i went from the complete like in the same like in in a few month time period i went from literally being called trailer trash in the hallways like in front of everybody from this one little fucker oh uh, um, fuck them so he was so like upset and he was his parents were so fucking rich his dad collected harley davidson's and Ugh. had like a whole garage full of them and shit they literally lived in a country club where That's, you had like a gate to get in and stuff like into the neighborhood. What a piece of shit. And he was so obsessed with like treating me like shit. And you know that his out. family must talk about shit like that. Like that yeah. they just must be so obsessed with money. Yeah, that must be. You're like, wow, you're so shitty that all you have is your money. That all you Ooh. have is your money. Yeah. So uh, he was horrible to me. Fuck him forever. Um, yes. I heard he's not like doing that well, which makes me a tiny bit happy. I hope he's bald. Not that there's anything wrong with being bald. No, bald's great. Don't cancel me, but I hope you're bald. But I hope he doesn't want to be bald and is bald. Yeah. That's what I hope. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and so when we moved down there, I went through the complete opposite situation where got down into further South in Georgia, way more redneck than anything. Even, I mean, we came from a trailer and these people were way more fucking redneck than anybody I'd ever met. Couldn't understand half of them. I felt like I was in. Oh, they had the like thick. Oh, so surrounded by boom howlers. That's exactly it. I literally would have to like squint and like tilt my head like a goddamn dog and be like, "What? What are you saying?" And have to try to read lips and stuff. It was insane. But um, yeah. So I went the opposite, which was people all treated me like I thought I was better than them. 
<laughs> like you think you're too good so, okay, for us. You think you're better than us? You mom's on a billboard and you live in your brick house and you brick, 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 brick. Yeah. Hey, we all live in brick houses. Yeah. Well, and then there were even some people. I mean, there, yeah, there's still a bunch of still poverty. I mean, like so. I mean, they're they're yeah, of course they're in the I middle mean, of nowhere. Yeah, and it was just so fucking insane. Like, what a bizarre thing to happen to me when I was like thirteen. I think you're like we don't really have more money. Like, we just what? like switched. And it's not like there's social media, so it couldn't be like. No, here's what we just came from. I was legit in school. There was this little group of girls who fucking hated the shit out of me. Um, and okay, so I was in seventh grade when we moved, and this is how small this. Such town a hard was time to move to. Oh, the worst, right? Yeah. And uh, so there, the school was kindergarten through eighth grade. Oh God! In the same building, so literally you would like walk to the lunchroom and you would pass like kindergartners. That's a nightmare. Down the hall, it was crazy. And like, like this is the time where I'm like my sexual awakening is happening (laughs) and I'm like on my period and I'm just like raging and I'm like, what the fuck? So I used to be mad at my parents because we looked poor and then I was mad at my parents because like everybody thought we were too rich and I'm like, God damn, I'm an asshole. Like I look back and I just bitched about fucking everything all the time. Like we gave you what you wanted. Such an ungrateful little asshole. Uh, And uh, and that's when I thought I was going to be goth and like I would (laughs) have seances and shit. Oh my God. I did that in middle school too. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Was it all the witch movies? Maybe it was just that time. Yeah, it I was guess. like fucking Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic was like one of my favorite fucking Yeah, movies. and I was like, yeah, let's have a craft. seance. Yeah, seances all the time. Let's wear black. I'll wear all black. And my parents wouldn't let me be goth. So I had to like sneak <laughs> goth Sneakily be goth. <laughs> Something worse than like trying to hide your black lipstick in a backpack. Exactly- <laughs> be like, I'm off to school and changing to a black. Yeah, yeah that's You don't understand you me, don't mom. understand me. She's like, I bought you nice clothes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just listening to that like Meredith Brooks song, bitch, just over yeah, and over. And over. And over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I That's am a I bitch. I discovered like Fiona Apple and shit. And You're like, I'm, so, like goth. I'm so angry. <laughs> Fiona and Apple. And I, oh, fuck, dude. Glorious. Yeah, I was so mad when like I met my husband and we would talk about music and I was like, because he'd be like, you don't have good taste in music. And I'm like, I fucking do. I love Fiona Apple and I've seen her in concert. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I love her. And he's like, she's mainstream. And I was like, no, she's not. Like, so you thought bad. Fiona Apple was edgy? Yeah, I was like, you don't know what life's like. <laughs> I have three copies of Extraordinary Machine. You're like, what? That's that's her most popular album. That's so true. <laughs> I have a physical CD of it, and it's in my phone. So, so did you ever listen to country music, being in the South? Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't help it. I mean, it's everywhere. That just happened without even trying. Even though. if you didn't want to. I mean, yeah. I love it, but I love country music. I don't yeah. know. I don't like new country music. No, um, it's too. I love '90s country music, though. '90s country. That's like Girl. one of the main stations I'll play on, like Spotify nice. and Pandora. I just go like, yeah. play me some Same. '90s country. Same. I saw Garth Brooks in concert last year, and I oh, cried. I saw him in concert in '95. <gasps> wow. Yeah, back when he was the shit. Oh man. my god, yeah, it was incredible. Like I've. I, I don't know. I love him. Reba McIntyre is like one of my favorites. I saw her in concert. This is the weirdest thing ever. I saw her in concert, saw her in concert with Rod Stewart. What? In the they were like co-headlining. Fuck? It was very weird. I feel like someone like dropped out and they had to fill him in. Yeah. No, I don't like, know. Rod, can you do this gig? It's with Reba. Like Travis Trick couldn't make it. Yeah. Like how bizarre. My first concert was Merle Haggard. Oh, my first was Janet Jackson. That's but fun. That's because I had like a friend who like lived in one of those fucking country clubs up there in that fancy. And she's like, you want to come to Janet in. Jackson? Yeah. And her parents like through his, through her dad's job, like got a 
like one of those box. So my first concert experience was Janet Jackson in like a box seat. So you were ruined for concerts forever. So you're like ugh, general yeah. admission seats. You're like, oh, gross. You, you don't move touch about me. At yeah. your leisure. I, yeah, I can't luxuriate yeah. as I listen. And There's no room for me to dance. Poor people. Ugh. Yeah. Scoff. And we all got in trouble the next day because uh, we got merch. Like her dad, her mom and dad were like, "What? Pick out a shirt, girls!" And she brought three of her friends from school, and That's we all so picked fun. out this amazing shirt that had Janet on the front. So it said Janet. You guys all got matching and shirts. Then it was Janet. Yeah. We all got the same ones. And then, Love that. Uh, and then it was Janet leaving, le- leaning over her name. And like, I guess like the shirt I have on now and she just had cleavage. And yeah. So she was leaning on her name, looking up and it's and, all titty it city. Cleavage. Yeah. But no nips or anything. Yeah. And, uh, so we all were like, okay, tomorrow we're going to like coordinate. We're going to wear them all with our turtlenecks underneath. Cause it's the nineties. So yeah, of course. And God, um, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Turtlenecks under everything. Yeah, under everything. 24 seven all year so much yeah so many and uh and so yeah we all got sent to the principal's office and all our parents got called because we had a shirt with cleavage on it and you're like do you know how women wear neck on underneath it like we look like little fucking mormons and we got in trouble for at a public school for people are like those are gonna make the boys horny yeah yeah that's fucking and then garth brooks i got to go to same thing a friend at school whose parents like were like you can pick a friend god bless friends yeah. with parents who yeah. take them places my parents didn't have like any kind of extra money to take no us. Any money we had that was food You're like yeah it's survival food and clothes and that's it and that's and the off-brand of both yeah yeah you get no boundaries yep. outfits no boundaries yeah <laughs> yeah fucking uh walmart Walmart has a way. Yeah. So I don't know. It was such a confusing time to like, and that's when I got into, that's when I started doing pageants when we moved to South <gasps> Georgia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, real quick on the country music. This is a oh, random question oh, from a I love country so much. Yeah. If you had to recruit another country singer to beat up Garth Brooks, who do you think could do it? Travis Tritt. You're absolutely fucking right. right. That's such a random question, but I was like, yeah, no, no, Travis Tritt totally could Joe Diffie on a bender. Maybe. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to say like Toby Keith, but Toby Keith is like fake strong. Like Toby Keith wants yeah. to think he's fucking tough and shit and that he could like, seems like a caricature. He is. I feel like it's a, do you fucking... think he goes in the green room, takes off his hat and he's like, I don't know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, my husband has a bit about that, about how he's like, he's like, I bet, um, Toby Keith, like outside a concert, like he goes home and takes off his mullet, like it's attached to his fucking cowboy <laughs> hat, and then he puts on a, um, he puts on a, god damn it, what's that band, the weird fucking band he listens to? The lead singer died a long time ago. Uh, Nirvana. No, Wait, long, older than that, like a um, British band. Is it the Beatles? <laughs> the weird band yeah, he listens really to. Ulti, like post punk or pop, pop. I don't know. One of those weird things. The, I don't fucking listen the to. Smith joy division, joy division. It's the so same. Lead to- like, I bet like no. tra- tra- Travis or no, I keep wanting to say Travis Tritt. Toby Keith at home. Like it's not even like that at all. He just like is at home in a joy division. Show. It was just, it's the funniest goddamn bit. That's so um, funny. But yeah, I mean, I think that that's true. I think Toby is like fake, like tough. Yeah. He's, he's like, not fucking tough. I mean, no tough person will say that they, but They're Travis Tritt is still wearing a mullet. That's why. I mean, what a man. Pretty sure. So one of my favorite moment, like awkward, and this is country music related, awkward moments that ever happened to me and <laughs> to me. <laughs> so and this is going to sound so redneck. So me and my, uh, so me and my best friend, she's still one of my best friends in the world. Like we met when I moved there. When Amazing. I moved to South Georgia. So we've been friends for X amount of years. And, uh, she was the first, the only one to be nice to me. Cause all these little bitches at school hated me. Oh, I was going to tell you about that. So they would put notes in my locker. They would like, 
they would make like serial killer style notes and they would like cut out letters out of magazines or, like fucking filled Cunt. and stream and delia <laughs> yeah and oh. they would like cut out <laughs> yes. letters and uh they were very confused uh and they would like glue shit and put letters to tell me like i wouldn't know who the fuck it was there was yeah. nobody there that's why i was trying to say how small the school was I literally watched you do it. There's three of us in our class. Exactly. It's like I fucking saw y'all with your little fucking glue stick doing this. But they would send, uh, put notes that were like, go back to where you came from. Whoa. And they call me a Yankee. Because you're from North I Georgia. Was from the same state. Yeah. Oh, wow. Go back to where you came from, Yankee. Uh, and they'd be like, you think you're better than us and shit. All because my style at the time like i got a bunch of clothes from like thrift stores because you were well dressed yeah well well i was well dressed and then i started to like rebel like that year back in school in uh north georgia before i had moved i had started to like figure out i got a style like i'm gonna have a style have a look yeah so i would make my mom take me to like thrift stores and stuff and i would get uh anything polyester I love like the that. seven, you know, when like yeah. everybody's like peace sign everywhere and like oh, yeah. frogs and peace signs and bell bottoms tried to Bell-bottoms come back, came back. And so I would get like any seventies looking clothes that I could God. get. So I moved down there. And so I know that had, that trend had not hit this part of the state. Like, oh, all. wow. So the, all the girls were wearing like taper leg jeans, like tucked into their Timberland boots with like no fear t-shirts. Oh, God. Sounds like, like Alaska. It was insane. Yeah. So, <laughs> no ooh, fear floral, t-shirts. Right? Yeah. And uh, so I came in and I'm just thinking, okay, I'm going to fit in. It's a new school. I'm going to have a new start. I'm going to finally be like cool and get it together. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, Yankee. Yankee. Like that's how they fucking treated me. So anyway, this best friend who like was the one of the few that like took me in and was kind to me when I moved there and like gave me a chance. We're still friends today. Well, we went to our 10-year high school reunion, and it was down oh, in God. Savannah, Georgia, which is near our, oh wow, like, where we went to high school. And <laughs> so we get down there, and we, like, everybody's, I mean, we don't talk to any of these people anymore for the most part, <laughs> except for a handful of them we keep up with on Facebook. And it was just, like, such a weird vibe That's and so night. so strange. And like, looking at us, like, and they're like, and she thinks she's famous because she does comedy. And she thinks she's better than us. Yeah, same. So I had to go back into that. So we just got fucking blackout. That's like, we so funny. Got like, let's so just get shit Yeah, and then we, like, carried the party. Like, after the reunion part was over, we're like, all right, well, what bar are we going to? And a handful came with us. We ended up at a bar called Saddlebags <laughs> in Savannah, which is a line dancing bar. That's amazing. I fucking love line dancing. Yes, me love too. So goddamn. Is there uh, a place in LA to go line dancing? I don't know of anywhere in LA. It's like there's places farther out, but uh, that would stupid. make a bazillion dollars, by the way. I know, unless like there is one that I just don't. Place. I'm now I'm like looking it up. You gotta look it up. Because like, what the fuck? That's what we're gonna I haven't been tonight. in so long. I love it so much. So we're like, let's go line dancing. We're drunk as fuck. We end up both slipping in beer and falling. <laughs> so bad that we were like, I think I broke my tailbone. And then, so I had already fallen once and then she fell and then I fell again and she went to go help me get up and she fucking slipped in the same beer. And at that point we're like, we got to get out of here. We go. So we left, uh, make our way down the sidewalk. We had driven there from her parents' house, which was like 45 minutes away. And we were like, there's no fucking way we can get home tonight. <laughs> so I fell asleep on a nice officer's, um, car on the hood so I'm just like laying on the hood of a cop car like napping and he was being so sweet to us and uh, thank god it's Savannah yeah and so we we finally get a taxi he like helps us call a taxi and get a taxi we get in a 45 minute long taxi with a taxi driver didn't say goddamn word to us except for ask for the address like that was it ask for the address not a word we get all the way to her parents house we're sitting in the dark I mean it's like 4 a.m. Oh my We're God. sitting in the car in the back seat, and he just looks back at us and goes, 
I'm close personal friends with Travis Tritt. <laughs> Wait, we're like, oh. what? <laughs> That's and such like, a random. We had been drunk, but we were definitely way more sober at that point, and like That's way so more. Fun. Like, we were asleep and we missed a whole conversation we weren't a part of. <laughs> That's so Tritt. funny. It was like so. Every now and then, we just like just we'll randomly text each other to go, "Hey, I don't. I've, I've got something to tell you." Like we'll be like. <laughs> I have news and just like, oh my God, like excited. I'm like, I'm close personal friends with <laughs> Travis Tritt. That's so funny. Because he's from Georgia and he lives in the city that I live in now. Really? Yeah, Marietta, Georgia. Does he still tour? Why do I feel like someone I know who's a tour manager knows someone who's his tour manager? Oh, that's so fucking cool. Maybe it's not him. Maybe it's a different country singer. But I'm, I just remember him saying oh. it and being like, what? I would love, can we please get VIP tickets? To Dude, I'm, I will pull all the strings trip. I can. I. It's great. They to be alive. Oh. The sun still shine my heart. God, I love country music. I want to go to Stagecoach so, so bad one year. Oh, man. One Let's of these. Go. If you seriously, if you end up going to something like that, because my husband hates like music festivals. I'm like, wait, when is it? It's going on. Is it like it's this week or next soon. weekend? Um, Stagecoach. I'm like Googling it. Um, oh, my God. It's next weekend. It's this weekend. God damn it. Of course it is. Motherfucker. Stay. Let's go. It starts tomorrow. Um, <sighs> Horseshit. Um, shit. But yeah, I, if you're ever looking for somebody to go to a country music concert with you, please God call me. Yeah, I need I need to like, uh, I, you I know what I need to do is make a note in my phone because there have been times where I'm like, I want to see this person and then I'll be like, you totally forget. Who am I going to go with? Oh, I've God, gone to yeah. Sugarland alone more than once. Really? Yes. I met Jennifer Nettles' sister because <gasps> they're from Atlanta. Oh my God. And uh, They are? Why did I think they were from Texas? I guess because of Sugarland? Isn't that in Texas? I don't know where it comes from. Uh, well, whatever. Why? She's from Jennifer's from Atlanta. Wow. Her her siblings both live in Atlanta. Damn. Yeah, and they like run businesses. I think her sister's like a spa owner or something. I ran into That's her. crazy. Yeah, and they look alike and I was <gasps> like, "Oh my god." She like slid it in a conversation. They're like, "Well, my sister who, you know, she was at da da da." And I'm like, "Wait." She kept saying little little nuggets of stuff that I was like, "Your sister sounds She's very in a band. important." And I'm like, <laughs> She like slipped something in and I was like, who's your sister? And she's like, oh, she's Jennifer Nettles. And I was like, God damn it. Fuck. Jennifer Nettles. Jennifer Nettles. You think you're better than me? Yeah. Your sister's Jennifer Nettles? He's like, you're better than me. Immediately. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm super like, fa- like I grew up in the trailer that I lived in with a big old giant poster of Reba McIntyre sitting on a bell of hay. Oh, God. Um, like Reba. With the original Reba hair. Fancy was the first, like, the first albums that I ever had asked to get for like any kind of occasion were all Reba. That's everything. so funny. Yeah. Uh, mine was the Judds because I'm too emotional, I, I think. Love the fucking Judds so much. I mean, like I used to just cry saying, Love oh, yeah. Can Build a Bridge. I had no business to be that okay, torn about that song, but. Hey. Oh, and Fancy, forget Fancy it. Fancy is my all time go to song. I'm literally going to get uh, a heart shaped locket that says, To thine own self be true. Tattoo. As a tattoo? Yeah. That's amazing. I'm Get it. Oh, man. I already have magnolias and blackberries. What? On my hip. And I'm fuck. Thinking, I'm if, jealous. That's such a yeah. great tattoo, right? Fuck. I know. So I've got that, and then I'm going to add to it. Um, it's Emily Bond. I don't know if you know Emily Bond. I do know Emily. She was going to do so a incredible. tattoo of mine, and then I was manic and got yeah. it done before she responded. <laughs> oh shit! It was when yeah. I was just like a memorial tattoo. So I was just yeah. like, I just want to do it right oh, now. This is get done. This is like this is a great time to make a decision about permanent things. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get my first tattoo. It's that one. That's the only one I have. I got it like two years ago. Oh, wow. She's so talented. Yeah. I'm kind of stuck with like, I'm so obsessed with her work that I 
don't, don't think wanna, I want anybody else to yeah. touch me. So I think I want to turn that into like a big old Southern piece. Like a whole just piece. Get like dogwoods and then get the two vinyl and self be true locket that just kind of hangs uh, somewhere. That'd be gorgeous. And then on my other hip or my side. No, I'm just going to get a king cake on my butt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want uh, like a sexy suffragette. I think is what I want. Like, yeah. Side. Like a suffragette, but she's got like a goddamn leg out. Like Angela we're clearly like, soldiers. Yeah. yeah just yeah. fucking like take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I love that. For women, but she's like real fucking hot. Like, I think that's what I want. But I just want like a big giant Southern piece that just keep like going down up and down my side. Cause I'm Southern, but I'm liberal as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I there's know. parts of Southern culture I like. Yeah. So have you, were but you I always liberal? Southern. I'm, I, I was, and I didn't know that that's what I was. I was as just, a kid, I was just a weirdo. <laughs> as a kid, my dad would just be like, Lace, you can't save the world. He literally said that to me all the yeah. time. I come home so worried about the environment and the whales and the turtles and everything every goddamn day. And I'd cut up all the plastic and all the little, you know, yeah. can things. And, and daddy would be like, that, like, you can't save everything. And I would try to save every single animal that I found. Yeah. And I Aww. just cared about all people. And I was just so concerned with why there were groups of people who thought other people were less than them. Yeah. And Did you see a lot of like racism or anything where you're from? Um, just it's sort what's of like, so funny is everybody immediately says that about the South. And yeah. here's my theory, which I've had this conversation with a lot of other Southern comedians, yeah. black and white, and we all agree, which is I really honestly feel like there is more racism in places like New York and yeah. other cities than the South because we actually all we acknowledge grew it. up with yeah, like we, people who were different than us and yeah. they're not like segregated by neighborhoods. Like no. it's small town, rural areas. You grow up with like Everyone, a bunch of migrant workers around me and uh, a lot of black kids. Like it was awesome. Like I didn't see any difference. No, in LA people would be like, no, I'm a Democrat. And they're like in their tower and like, yeah, don't look at me. And do they actually know anybody who's impoverished? Do they actually hang out with people who are like, there's some people who I'm like, I don't even know if you're really liberal. If you're just like virtue signaling, I know a girl who is so loudly liberal and I've lit her literally one time her, she was like, oh, I don't want to go downtown because I don't want to be near poor people. Yeah. And I was like, what? That is what I'm talking about. And I'm Thank like, you. you. You hit the nail on the fucking head. Fucking. And if you look like in like New York and LA, there's all these like fucking neighborhoods. It's segregated neighborhoods. It's so segregated. It's so fucking. And it's not like there wasn't slavery in all. I mean, fucking. Yeah. Wall Street. It was like, everywhere. was a fucking slave market. Yeah. That's, that's a fucking. That's what it fucking was. And no one acknowledges that. All of Oregon. And people just go like, the South thinks Oregon they're going to rise again. Oregon was to fucking keep white people away from black people. They did not let black what? people... What? I didn't you know. Didn't I'm know like, that? No, I'm just laughing because it's... it's <laughs> Oregon, they were like... Our history is people. so fucking... Yes. Like, the separation is so stupid. It's the- insane. So ra- look up the fucking racist history of Oregon. Like, you white people literally, pioneers, like, went out there because they wanted to get as far away from natives and black people as possible. That's so funny because Portland the is, like, so... Like right? we're so liberal. Yeah, they're the fake liberals too. Like that. Like oh yeah. But like people in the South who like actually were raised and grew up with. So people are like, oh, you see racist shit happening. Like yeah, because there's that cartoonish idea oh, yeah. of the South will rise again, Confederate Everybody, flags, yeah. and like everyone automatic. That's why I was kind of. I'm glad that we were going to talk about the South because I was like, I don't know. I feel like this is one of those things that a lot of people are ignorant. Yeah. About and we, they automatically like label us all as a bunch of racists and and small minded like 
we all went to school too. Like everybody, most people go to college in the South, just yeah. like everywhere else in the fucking country. Like we brush our teeth. We all fucking brush our teeth and give a shit about what we look like. And, and you know, and we have actually, we actually have black friends. Yeah. We're when you, like, we go to their houses, they come to our houses. Like, cause it's not you weird. all live that far away and you don't have much. Everybody ends up on everybody's front porch anyway. Yeah. Like it's less segregated than what people think. That's so interesting. And I, do, I like Atlanta has the most like per capita, the most um, black millionaires than anywhere else in the in. The Nobody country. like talks about it. No one ever talks about that. Yeah, no, that's like when I lived in Southern yeah. Mississippi, we I lived in the one what is majority white town. Yeah. And it was like I didn't realize till I got older that our town was like se- like segregated. Just all the black people lived in one area. Mm-hmm. When my dad left, and we I'm had to move. It doesn't happen in Georgia. Of well, course, no, there's, areas, there's, there's pockets of places. Yeah. But I do feel like like. Even like Dulce said this the other day and I laughed my ass off and she was like, she was talking to somebody else about me while I was on the phone and she's like, no, 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 Lace is not, not one of those. She's different. She's from the South. So she knows the difference between black people. And yeah. I was like, thank you. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, Cause I grew up around, uh, when my dad left, we moved neighborhoods and then I ended up in the neighborhood with all like my black friends and that became like my culture. And that's what I grew up with. Yeah. Like all the like when we, we would go like on cheerleading because I cheered for my whole I mean I'm from the south so you cheer that's the thing that's and, what you uh, do that's what you fucking do yeah and so like on at all the camps and any kind of sleepaway anything's like it was our cheerleading squad was half black and half white yeah. And I would like room with all the black girls and like never thought anything of it. Yeah, like, I didn't go like my black friends. No, like I wasn't like that. you can say the word black. Yeah, I have to be so weird saying the word black. Dude, watching people go the uh, African American yeah. gentleman, <laughs> like people go or and just I'm like you're not a fucking real Democrat. Like I'm, saying the word black and having people go, I don't know if you can. Yeah. It's like what racist things are going on in your mind that like you're panicking yeah. when I mention black people. Yeah. Like what are you? Why are you? Yeah, why do you act weird about it? Like yeah. that means you probably don't know black people yeah it's like you're not a hero for yeah like being nice to a minority yeah Yeah. and i don't think that i'm any better than anybody else i mean we're all i mean everybody's ignorant at some level and everybody does have inherent racist of course or things that like you've absorbed stereotypes stereotypes but that happens on all fronts like yeah stereotype the fuck out of me because i'm southern and i'm like you're wrong well you also probably get stereotyped like i think that uh women who are attractive get put in a box of like you go on stage and people go like this isn't gonna be funny or like i don't like to say that but i do know that i carry myself in a certain way and i which is it's like a shitty thing that's been that because i don't want to dress down and like no that's a no i got homely looking on stage so i do like to wear a fucking pair of heels and fix my face and do my hair up and good for you for never but i have to fight that yeah first like 10 minutes sometimes depending on what kind of crowd i have and they're like who does she she, Dude, does she think she's oh, better, you think than you're better than us? No, when I first started and like, I mean, you are like a li- literal pageant queen, yeah, yeah. like beautiful. Oh, and I first started and people are like, you know, I'm not like the, no, like a gorgeous. wildebeest, but people are like, don't <laughs> dress up too much. Yeah. People tried to tell me that too. Don't wear dresses. Don't do that. And, and I would go for a while. I absorbed, I guess I just, I'll just yeah. wear this. And then I was like, oh, who cares? But I'm, I'm comfortable. Sorry, I don't feel comfortable on stage unless I'm like at my best. You know what? I didn't realize because... I feel powerful, like when I'm so, in a pair of high heels, and I feel when like you're I dressed have command up, of the room. You're confident. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it because I someone told me that I absorbed that note and was just like, okay, that's just yep. You know, it doesn't matter what I look Female like. Female anyway. comics have to dress down to get the respect. And then yeah. one day I was running late from a work event, oh. and I, I like worked. It was like a nonprofit. It was a fundraiser, so I had to go straight to my set. And I'm walking and all the comics are like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, you know, yeah. like, who do you have a date? 
<laughs> and then I was, and I was like so nervous, like I'm gonna go on stage, and no one's gonna take me seriously. And then I fucking had an amazing set, and I was like, oh fuck you guys. Yeah, here's my whole thing. Uh, no one says shit about like male comics who wear suits. Yeah, no. Because male comics are either the kind of comic who roll off of their futon and like grab some shape of clothing off. The yeah. Or they have like a generic suit. <laughs> yeah. And then they put it on or they dress up and put nice suits on. Yeah. No one ever says shit about men who give a shit about themselves. Yeah, no one's like, maybe the suit's too much. Yeah. I wouldn't do the suit. Yeah. It no shows that you that. care and yeah. people don't like people that. People don't like that. Yeah. No, it's like, no yeah. No one's ever said that to a man. Especially like when you're doing a paid Thank show you. with a nice audience. It's like, oh, sorry. It's like they've paid to see someone I, and i'm supposed to go up there like a slob and they're like i'm sorry this is a night out for us yeah. some it's like between the two you know depending on where you're going what they're doing it's like you know like minimum 50 bucks on a date night yeah. and you're gonna be up there in your fucking thank you hoodie thank you yeah i heard tig talking about that on conan's podcast and she was like she remembers when it hit her like on the road because some couple had come up to her after a show like somewhere in america and was like we really enjoyed ourselves tonight. We'd been saving up to go out and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. These audiences, a lot of times, they're not like people who get to go out all the time. They're people who had to get a sitter and arrange that shit. And that's how I've always looked at it. Yeah. And I like, I've always looked at it like that. And then when I started getting down, And I don't like, have a day job, so I like to fucking, like comedy's my goddamn job. No, this it's what like, I do for a living. I know. And it's I like, like to dress up. And sometimes, because I'll do like these late night sets at the store, which I'm so grateful for, but sometimes yeah. they're so like, there's times where I'm like, no, in yeah. the OR for twenty dollars, you're oh, getting. You think I haven't like wandered I'm in tired like, a gross for sure. shirt and but yeah, like yeah no it's like but, I want to dress up yeah I if like I had my druthers like I would be dressed up most of the time me too the only thing I ever saw the only times I'm not dressed up is because it's I'm just like so tired it's so late or you're so yeah. fucking and it tired. takes so much work and it's like if yeah. I wasn't well and it's L A so if you're in the car for a goddamn hour to get to a gig like you're like God, fuck you time to get ready before yeah because I it's understand. I mean yeah. no but like men will never appreciate the amount of fucking time never it's like you're paying because I had to spend three more hours getting ready than you did or whatever yeah. fuck but yeah I do have to kind of overcome that but I guess it is a part of like the whole pageant thing and all that is still kind of ingrained in me it's just the southern thing i could i could blame it on pageants i could blame it on anything but honestly like it's just how it's raised i mean that's how i mean that is a very southern like yeah fix you your makeup about what people think of yeah you. it's like you fucking yeah, yeah. fix your and hair if you don't have much like that's the way you look like you got your shit together and that's yeah. just kind of ingrained in me like, I nobody needs it. to know your business yeah yeah you yeah. you keep it together What's that miranda lambert song the yeah go and fix your makeup, makeup girl is just a breakup when she's what is she is that the one where she starts with i cut my bangs with some rusty kitchen scissors i yeah. fucking love That's miranda lambert how i was raised by the way my mom would cut my bangs with some fucking like junk drawer scissors and Dude, they'd be crooked as fuck and i'm like god damn it mom we went to fantastic sam's and i still had crooked hair <laughs> i think it was just somebody else's <laughs> drunk mom fantastic. it's yeah it's just it's someone fan- else's drunk mom. <laughs> yeah i was like Fantastic is a grandiose word for what you guys are doing around you for a $2 haircut. And that's, oh God, see, that brings it all back. I don't know how much longer we have to chat, but I mean, whatever. Okay, cool. Well, like, I'm not people's other like stereotype of teen parents is like, they they drink and they my parents didn't drink my parents only drink now they've wow. only drank since I've been an adult they're like okay we can have fun now now they can we relax. served our time they're alive and like we're yeah and my mom my mom's uh, go to like quote has always been you don't raise children you're raising adults so she wanted wow. us like my sister and I to be self sufficient and together and know what we're so they didn't want to drink and party and all that and be a bad example and be bad examples yeah and so they're like you be professional you look professional you act professional show you up do, do the, the best job. That you can yeah. yeah fake it till you make it kind of thing and 
Yeah. And so they didn't even like party or drink until I was an adult. I was an adult. Wow. Yeah. And then they just went crazy. And now, well, they don't go crazy, but they definitely fucking. But they fucking lay in. Yeah. It's Margarita Monday, bitch. They'll both like call on speaker. What are you doing? (laughs) It's just drunk tiles. And daddy's like, your mom smelled a margarita. And I'm like, and they're just like back and forth, like screaming into the speakerphone in the truck. And I'm like, I can hear you. My God. And they're still in love. Still together. (laughs) Uh Oh, (laughs) no. I mean, anytime people are like, when you're There's with always the gonna person be. you've been with forever, like, you're gonna get annoyed. The only person, and it's been <gasps> since fucking high school. There's a lot. Yeah, you're gonna be like, God Think damn it. it! What if you married any of the fuckers that you dated in high school? I can't even. Could you imagine? Uh, no. Yeah, I and my cannot parents are imagine. not similar at all. Like my dad's always been a big kid. Oh, he's a I fucking think that's kid. So- common for men too yeah. my dad plays video games like he's retired now but he like oh, still has like a part-time he just picked up a part-time job recently and uh and then he like all of his time off he fucking spends on his video games and mama will hear him like cussing out 12 year olds like, oh my <laughs> god <laughs> she's so mortified about That's it like so funny i'll be like hey what are y'all doing <sighs> just imagine what do you think your daddy's doing and then she'll like hold up the phone from the living room and i can hear him like fuck you you little bitch <laughs> Like, just fucking killing 12-year-olds in Germany. And he's like, ah, yeah. my dream. Yeah. <laughs> but he's That's like, amazing. well, I wouldn't have to play video games with my goddamn shoulder and my fucking knee and my blah, blah, blah. Like, like why'd you be out in a field actually <laughs> shooting yeah. stuff? Yeah. Or still no. be playing football? Playing football, yeah. He'd be still still doing sports. Yeah, like, I'm sure. That, yeah, in yeah. the retired man's football league. Right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Grandpa. Yeah. I'd still be out there. Yeah. Just like, just like I was. But it's so funny. 1987 because, or whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, they, I mean, they definitely annoy the shit out of each other, but they have this fucking deep love on a I mean, that kind of bond. That I can't even understand. I mean, I love my husband, but like... I mean, when you've been together that long... Forever. And you went through something that's that, like, yeah. life-changing. Yeah. And yeah. no one else would ever understand the reasoning behind what they do and why they believe the way and what they why fucking they the went they through together, yeah. what they sacrificed together and what they've done. Like the trauma bonded, the trauma bond for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how else they'd be apart. My sister and I talk about that all the time. Like, you know, we're like, well, what they fucking do without each other. You yeah. Know? You're like that. They'd be so just, crazy. That's so crazy. And I, I mean, and I, I don't know. I don't necessarily believe in the word like soulmate or anything. Cause I, I don't know. On paper, they definitely aren't soulmates. They're just two kids who like hooked up, but they made shit work. And I mean, that happens yeah. sometimes. You just like so, learn to fit together. Yeah. I've always been of the belief that like, even though we're conditioned to look for this forever person, mm-hmm. I think that's actually finding that's very rare, but mm-hmm. that it's possible. Sure. So it's just like, enjoy whatever love you have. And if it lasts yeah. forever, if you guys grow the same direction, yeah. that's fucking beautiful. You might meet the perfect person, but it might not last forever. Yeah. And it's like, like people can, grow and change. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, just love it while you're in it instead of worrying about forever. My whole thing is have a list of, of things that you have to have. I've heard that more than once. And I'm like, I that. should make that list. Cause I have been compromising. Have you not done it? No. When I, cause I think when I try to do it, I like my self worth goes like, I mean, if they're funny four months before, or maybe it was even like three or two months before, before I met Jared, my, my, one of my best friend's moms, made me write a physical list she's like do you have a list i was like yeah, yeah i have a list of what i want out of like a partner i think it's because of practical I magic i never made a list <laughs> yeah oh it's yeah spooky oh yeah <laughs> you gotta bury him in the yard and <laughs> the whole fucking thing 
Wait, um, like three or four months before? Yeah, and she was like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I have a list. She's like, no, have you physically written it down? And I was like, oh. And I had just gotten out of a six-year horrible relationship. Oh, horrible. So sorry. Um, yeah, it was fucking super fucked up. Um, oh, Jesus. And... Like I was the had the lowest self esteem I'd ever had in my entire life with him. Like it was horrible. I don't know why. And it, looking back, I understand why I stayed. Yeah, but you have. You I mean, so little and so small, and you're just like you fucking you feel hate pathetic. No, I've so been pathetic. I've been in like in an abusive relationship where yeah. you and and even when you cried myself to sleep like most nights. Like, yes, it was horrible. It, and it's so horrible, and it's so weird because until you go through him it, apologizing like for what he fucking did the night before. And like, you, yeah, yeah, you like so many women until they're in it would go like I just don't even get like that would never happen to me how would you even and then it's like the extra shame of like how did I let myself do that and then that just makes you like brings you down further yep Yep. so I had just gone through that so she was like no physically write a list and don't settle until somebody meets that whole list how many things are on your list I feel like I don't know if I'm gonna overdo it or like I'm like I don't even know what I'd put but what if I overdo it (laughs) did you put physical stuff like the way they look fuck yeah I did okay yeah why not? Yeah, why you know not? What you fucking want? Fuck. You know what you want. Like fucking write that shit down. Oh my god, I'm gonna do it. Fucking write it down. I'm gonna write it down. I did it like drunk, like over like four margaritas, and I was like, all right, you know what? Here we get that false sense of confidence to just like be like, this is this what is what my I fucking want. soulmate. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a freak. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you guys are into. I don't know. I had my vagina removed. Name, but, like, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was super important to me. Uh, and then, yeah. and he fits the whole list? He fit everything on my list. And then there was all this extra. But I think that a list is important because everything else is a toss-up. Yeah. Like, as long as they hit those things on that but list. But if you're going to be with someone, you're like, okay, these are the things I don't want to compromise on. Yep. If I'm going to give and I'm, my I time. Do. Yeah. And we compromise. Yeah, but oh, it, we fucking compromise. You're like, but these are the things that I get, I get. But he meets all my non-compromise, like the, my my absolutes. He hits all of them. So all the external stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't think that's a problem because I did never even thought about that before. Yeah, if you have to be on your bicycle every single day, you have to go jump your bike like on giant jumps and shit. That's what the whole thing. <laughs> that's is. the thing. Like, mountain bikes. You like never could have even. Yeah. Uh, picture that as a thing i needed to put on the list to yeah, avoid yeah, yeah. so yeah, well, if anybody looks him up they're gonna be like are you sure he's a comedian because it's only photos of him like on bikes and like jumping bikes and flipping bikes and shit that's well, he so doesn't funny flip them but he does like these little fancy thing i don't know you know fancy bike stuff twisty twirls like, twisty flips fu- yeah and so he <laughs> so he builds mountain bike trails with like these giant features it's like the fucking x games like he does all this crazy shit and that's amazing um, yeah and it's also like super impressive because he's like 43 and I'm oh like, shit fuck yeah if it keeps you young and happy and it keeps you from murdering people like yeah get it that's out how your he system. deals with his ptsd and it, stuff is by writing and he has to do it so my friends are like i just don't know how you put up with like him being like he has to is he on his bike i get so he couldn't come to that wedding with you because he had to ride his bike that when i'm like yeah he fucking hates going to weddings he barely came to ours yeah, why would i drag like, him why but i enjoy him in all the other facets of our You're like life. so that's and if that's what he needs to do for him to be enjoyable thank you for him to be enjoyable when i get him What's and a- we see each other all the fu- i feel like even though like right now i'm in la and he's in atlanta i'm still like i've seen enough of him this week yeah <laughs> you're like, like two days. we can breathe like, yeah. like i don't mind being away from some, yeah. the way that people some people don't want to leave their significant other 
Yeah. It's haunting. I sometimes get like that, though. It's like a bad pattern. So that's yeah. why I'm now at the point but where I'm no, like, I don't have, want a relationship. Our time together is very well spent. That's and great. we have an incredible sex life, which that was one of my like absolutes. Yeah, no, that's a thing that Absolute. I know I need to put on a list because I've been in relationships where I was like, you know. The like, person's not a sexual issue. You no. You gotta fucking. You have to have it. And, you have to have it. And it's like, uh, you know, but like they're really. You think you can compromise. Intellectually. And it's like, and no. You get bitter. You need your brain, yep. your pussy, and your heart to be yep. in love with somebody. 100%. Like. Yep. Yeah, that's like a crossroads for me in a few relationships Yeah, that I've had in the past. Yeah. Well, but- I knew that he was like a forever type or at least a very long-term relationship when he saw me get really mad the first time because I used to have like rage issues. Yeah. Um, but that's because like I bartended and waited tables for so long and it's just like... Yeah, I'm so fucking sick of these people. Fuck, I fucking hated everybody. I was I was angry. I was just angry but I was also in a really bad relationship. And I was so it's all it's place. like all this emotional shit yeah. and compiling. So I, would, I used to... And I also just think anytime I talk about my rage with people they're always like oh yeah, I mean, I used to be more rageful in my 20s and I'm like maybe that was it. Maybe it was just because I was in my 20s. I mean, especially early to mid 20s you are... So full of your mind goes crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like and there's I, so much like pressure put on you for every facet of your life, and if you're not reaching like your goals and you feel behind in any way, and yeah. Like, or you're like, I don't even know what my goals are. Yeah. Why don't I want the thing that everybody has? Yeah, 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 or like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was so confusing because I'm like, I don't even want everything that people think I should have, but, but I, I want to have it. I don't have it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's and so much of my. When everyone else has like a fucking corporate job and they've got a goddamn savings account and shit. And you're just like working 17 hour shifts like, and you're what the fucking fuck miserable am I doing? and you're like, I used to be, I used to be Miss Cobb County and now I'm fucking <laughs> like fucking busting table. Like you're just fucking angry all the time. But anyway, first time Jared saw me get really fucking mad, he laughed <gasps> and I was like, oh shit. Like he didn't shame me for losing my cool he didn't make me feel stupid or little he didn't make me like feel like there's a, you shouldn't kinda, be this mad yeah or who do you think you are because that's what my, what my ex would have done would be, have been like oh you're crazy you act like that Did you're you need- crazy yeah oh the, you're crazy the fucking crazy of our relationship i'm like oh i'll fucking show you crazy oh yeah you fucking think i'm crazy yeah, yeah. oh god yeah. oh i know that feeling yeah 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 well it led to like an arrest like i got arrested for domestic shit and i didn't even hit him or do anything i just like broke some shit in the house oh fuck and they him. showed up and he he like threw me under the bus and i was trying to protect him because i thought if police show up, they definitely take the guy because I've seen the movies. <laughs> and uh, so what I didn't know, they separated us and I was defending him and he was throwing me under the bus <gasps> and they arrested me in my own goddamn apartment. But anyway, it's all been expunged ever since then because I had to fight it in court, put on my fancy business suit. <laughs> and Fancy's in, in town. Yep, that's right. And uh, then I stayed with him for three more years because my self-esteem was so goddamn... In the toilet! toilet. And then, because then he, what he would do to me was he'd, we'd get in a fight or I'd get mad about something and he'd be like... Oh, you want to get arrested again? What a you piece trash. of shit. You blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, but then I went but, from that to like a man who laughed because he saw me get that mad about something. He's like, you going to be all right? Yeah. You good? You done now? You okay? Right, cool. You need to work this out? Yeah. What else wow. You need, babe? Yeah. Dude, nothing gets me good. Like love horny. Like when a guy, when I get crazy mm-hmm. I don't, i'm not so i don't get mad very often and then which is weird because at times i do it's usually I don't now it's something that is seemingly that everything was horrible yeah no and it's like yeah i think anytime i have been angry i'm like this is about old stuff that's now coming out or yeah, whatever but yeah. like i get I, I think i just get sort of like hypomanic a lot mm-hmm. and i'll be like ah, like off the walls 
uh, I just like ramp up. I get real energetic and it's too much for a mm-hmm. lot of people. But when a guy will just be like, huh, this is, this is fun. Or they're yeah, just like, into it. They're like, you're getting, you're having fun, huh? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just like, they get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm so wet for how much you understand my brain. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jared will like, he, he just keeps me grounded and he'll always, he's like, no, you're trash. And I'm like, no, I'm fucking at him. He's, he's like, shut up. We're both trash. And I'm like, all right, you're right. <laughs> we're trash. We belong together. Deal with that. <laughs> and it's we're fun t- just to be like secret trash with somebody. You're like, I love how trashy we are. Dude, yeah. I, what's like, I like, I want to be at the point where like the parts of me that are like, I guess, culturally considered trashy. Yeah. I still have a little bit of like sweep it under the rug and be Shame. like, I don't like even I'm not like that. Of course. Like I've just started. Well, it took me fucking years to start telling people. How much I love country music. Oh, that. Yeah. That and like, I mean, even and I live in Georgia and you still like tell people and they're like, ew, I've never listened to country music. And you're like, go fuck you're like, yourself. Bullshit. Trying to be, like shut the fuck up. Did you walk around with ear fu- earplugs you. in, you Thank fucking you. dipshit. This is Georgia. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. I don't know. There's just so many people who are either actively trying to hide it or whatever. But I've definitely in my, I, I guess just time goes by and you're like, yeah, I'm fine being Southern. That's why I got like a Southern tattoo. I was like, fuck it. You know what? The South might mean a lot of things and has some stereotypes, but there are beautiful things about Gorgeous things and Southern culture southern and like culture and fucking Southern hospitality <sighs> and like loving your neighbor and food. Yeah. The, the food, food. The food's the best. Also just like, yeah. On the note of loving your neighbor, just the fucking i've been in la for god almost nine years and yeah it's like do you ever know your neighbors or like, no it's gotten to the no. point where i've assimilated so much mm-hmm. that it's now weird to me when someone says how you doing hey to you yeah and i'm like fuck i don't like that about myself i don't like yeah. that i go what do you want Ugh. in the south it's rude if you don't say hey back or if you don't wave to somebody while you're driving by like just go hey how are you just i love it and when i go back home to visit my parents which is not very often and they would they hate it but like <laughs> but when you're in a small town you as soon as I, as soon as people start to wave with wave at you like from their steering wheel with their first like one or two fingers like a little little hey while their hand's still on the steering just wheel little dip and that starts happening i'm like oh close to town yep, yeah coming in and i love that people just strangers just wave and just acknowledge you yeah they acknowledge each other like we're we're all in this together kind of thing yeah which you know and i think sometimes and, and i just think that the disconnect which i know we're not even talking about politics but like i do think just the disconnect between the extremes of oh i mean anyone who's extreme anything i'm like get away from it's me a lot, right and i mean fuck, fucking in la we're take like a breath yeah but i think that it's just if we just fucking sat down with each other we all want the same thing well and that's what like i mean that's what the original reason i started this podcast i'm not a political person per se yeah. but i'm like you're getting this heightened idea of who people are yep. from like the internet or you're getting like wrapped up in your yep. web of people who go oh the and i don't think it's a race like thing everybody wants to go like oh uh, republicans are racist and democrats no. have they want the world to be a better place and i'm like no it's Nobody understands each other. It's really most Republicans are either super wealthy and they totally understand that they're, they want to keep every good dime they fucking make. Yeah. They're like, give me all my pennies. It's either that or they are poor or from small towns. And it's the disconnect between metro and rural areas. That makes everybody extreme. Yeah, and like you're like you don't understand like, where we're yeah. from, and you're like, well, neither they're like liberals don't understand us or our needs or what we want, and church is important to us, and liberals are like you're idiots and you're racist and you're this. Well, it's, it's also like, just like calling people the whole like calling people idiots is like yeah, okay, yeah. like those people still vote. What is your goal yeah. here? When How you're are like we talking to each other, we gotta fucking reach across. No, the aisle. you gotta because be like let's sh- have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. 
And I go back, I mean, I can assimilate just fine between like small and large towns, even though I, I know what conversations to get into and what not to Yeah, no, it's like there's things that I, I mean, there's some people that I'm like, you're not going to change minds. No, but you can get them to understand. They just see you as so, they see each other as so far away. Well, everyone wants to, everyone's brain want, like our brains want to compartmentalize and categorize. So like we want things to be black and white. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you're like this. Well, those people are like this and those people, and they look at us the same way that we fucking look at them. And they're like, you're just this, this, and this. they're not bad people. No, it's just all misunderstanding. Just misunderstanding. Yeah, absolutely. They're scared. We're scared. Everybody's scared. Everybody's Everybody's scared of the other side. And then it's like, the whole identity you grow up with, especially like whatever town you grow up in, whatever their politics mm-hmm. are, a lot of who you are just comes from like, well, this is what the people around, around me do. That. I'm not going to be the one yeah. guy yeah. who suddenly yeah. takes a stand. Yeah. I don't have the energy. No. You know? And it's, yeah. And then you're taking on a whole, you're taking on family members and your whole community. And it's like so much easier to just be like, yeah, yeah, I agree with what you <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, sure. Fucking... That's why when you're like, did you grow up Democrat? I'm like, I, I didn't know that I was, but that's what I was. Yeah, no, it's like, I didn't, I, I thought I was a Republican. If I had to write it down on a thing, I would have said Republican. Yeah. Up until I was like 22. Oh. Because I don't think I realized until like into college when I was like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. That's what y'all vote on? Oh, fuck no. Yeah, no. When I finally started paying attention, I was like, wait, what? I don't. Like, I'm not Republican at all. Sorry. I'd always just heard the terms socially liberal and finance and monetary fiscally conservative. conservative That's what I always said. So that's what I would say. I'd repeat that. I was like, I'm in the middle. Yeah. I go, I'm a libertarian. Well, and back before libertarian was a dirty word. Too. No, I, I was, a I was a libertarian. But now, probably at the end of the I day, probably I still probably am. still am. Yeah. We're just, we've got Before kids, those racist canceled. letters about Ron Paul came out, I yeah, was really dude. into it. Yeah. Well, no, because it's like, the thing about libertarianism for me is that like, it, it's great. I mean, this is almost every ideology, but it's like, it's great ideologically, but then sure. on paper, it's but like, paper it do I really work. trust everyone to just govern themselves? Nope. Absolutely not. I would love to. My optimistic side wants to believe that, but it's not true. And yeah. we do need government, but I just don't want as much government as some people. Like, yeah. I, I, no, but it's like if you're not, you're with us or you're against us right? is how it feels. That's how both sides feel. Yeah. And it's insane. Like you're not allowed to be We've got moderate. To a, a, we, a two-party system is going to just, it, this is what's happening right now. Well, this is, it's going to just get worse and worse and worse. Oh, yeah, but it's if like. there's not a third and fourth and fifth like legitimate party because who's who, who's who's checks and balances right now? Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, when it's like... It's us versus them. And then, and then the deeper I get into the conversation, it becomes... I'm like, I know this isn't crazy, but I know the fr- I'm starting to use like tinfoil hat catchphrase things. And it's yeah. like, you guys, we got to come together against yeah. the man. You know, it's yeah. like, they're trying to keep us divided. Yeah. It's like, who's they? You know, you them. Know they. The 1%, that's who we're really... Yeah. It's the 1% against all of us. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... For real, and then, but it's, it's such a scary thing to talk about because yeah. if you even go like, well, like actually, I understand why this is that. People go like, if it's like remotely in the middle, people are like, yeah, well, what? What are you so racist? Weird. You're like, well, yeah. I'm talking about no, money. What are no. you? Yeah. I'm talking about some other thing. Yeah. I don't. What well, it sucks for me because like I want to love where I'm from and love my my family and and, and not have to defend my it. My roots and my friends and stuff and and not and people like it's you can't say the word southern pride or like loving or being people immediately being go southern. they're like oh you racist oh, ignorant, what you, dumbass. And well, like, you got no, a tattoo of a confederate flag on your butt yeah you want like, slavery to come back exactly. and you're like no i just like pecan pie no, pecan pie pecan actually pie. if i'm actually, being honest want to get i caught myself last night i was having a conversation with this chick i had just met um which i got in trouble by for saying chick not too long ago oh fuck night. off yeah <laughs> god damn it liberals we gotta get our shit together yeah um, cunts <laughs> 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 but 
but I, I even said like pecan and then I corrected myself because <gasps> we were talking about like when I had raised the squirrel that I raised. That <laughs> That's a very Southern thing to say. And so uh, they, they were like, what do squirrels eat? And I'm like, you know, pecans, sorry, pecans. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Why did, did you ever eat that? Pe- that bitch did, knows what I was talking about. Did you ever eat them off the ground? Of course. Okay. I have two pecan trees in my well, yard now, right I now. That was normal. And totally it, probably, it still is normal. But in my mind, like now I'm like, I if I saw kids eating the- a pecan off the ground, I'd be like, don't touch don't that. Don't touch that. <laughs> I used to eat honeysuckle from honey the tree. Suckles. I literally grew up on like a full, like I'm pretty sure like 60% of my diet was like yeah, honeysuckles, but- wild blackberries, um, and... Pecans. pecans yeah i think the only reason i didn't die the like first three years after my da- like dad left i was like nothing but ramen noodles and then yeah. just pecans That's and honeysuckle yeah, like <laughs> the, all my nutrients were coming from things i found in the yard <laughs> like at the I school because we couldn't afford fresh fruit yes yeah, like, we like, didn't have a fresh fruit kind of household dude i yeah. forgot about like when berries would grow and it was just Girl, like that's why i have blackberries on my hip oh my god because i'd go out and forage <laughs> yes at my grandma's house or anywhere i still anywhere there was like when i mountain bike with my husband i'll stop and like if i see some blackberry i'll stop and he's like what the fuck are you doing he's like this is bike time (laughs) no well no he'll be like don't eat that it's organic i'm like it's literally in the woods it's not sprayed with pesticides there's nothing bad about it he's like how do you you're gonna get sick and i'm like that's so funny because i think i would do that now too because i've just been so far removed from it and i'm like i used to just eat those just eat them my dad had a friend I mean, it turned out years later, this man just was running a watermelon field as a huge drug front, but we would just go pig watermelons (laughs) and just like fresh watermelon. Oh oh my God. I want it right now. Uh, I haven't had watermelon in so long. When people like stereotype the whole like watermelon, it it pisses me off because I'm like, no, that's just a Southern thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, also like, have you ever had watermelon race thing that's a fucking southern thing and obviously it's literally anyone up. who's bitten into a fresh watermelon is like oh this is Thank heaven you. on earth it's goddamn delicious yes it's magical yeah and i love that you have a magnolia flower yeah that was a bit i just want more flowers and i want more southern flowers and fruits on my body just cover like me in southern dogwoods and a peach a peach uh George peach so good. i don't know I, I think drawing pecans would look weird i think it'd be hard yeah to so i was like is that a tiny vagina i know and then there's like a honeysuckle near it and you're like it looks weird it is kind of vagina yeah just a regular pecan it looks like a wrinkly like vulva yeah oh wow doesn't it or just the labia minora just like the little part little lippies yeah that's so funny yeah we've learned a lot today we have pageant stuff oh real quick yeah um was your mom a pageant lady i mean she was a cheerleader did she put you in it or do you want to i wanted to you were like i want to be in pageants i had to do well so i I think i'm better than them (laughs) i think i'm better than them i'll fucking show them now i'm gonna prove them them right yeah so really really the motivation was we had moved from north georgia and i had done some acting nice um, and my parents were super fucking cool about like getting me to auditions and all that that is a game changing because i wanted to do so much and my Mm -hmm. mom was like no Mm -mm. my mom like was working two jobs daddy was working two jobs off and on like everybody was working so goddamn hard and then uh i got interested in like acting i was that annoying kid who like put on shows in the house against oh, everybody's god i used will. to do that i would direct my friends oh, yeah. i was a monster oh i was a monster too do it again with my <laughs> sister and she fucking hated it and i'm like get over here and i found a picture the other day of us putting on a horrible thanksgiving play god i would do um, full musicals oh yeah same and against everybody's will like everybody's like Okay. Oh, oh, oh it's not, still going. Second part. Okay. All right. Oh, act seven. Good. Yeah, and I would draw the tickets and cut them out and like sell the tickets uh, to my family members to come watch me. Yeah. 
So I was that kid already. And then uh, there was a, this sounds very rednecky, I guess, but there was a Julia Roberts movie being filmed <gasps> not too far away. And my grandma like calls and she's like, the newspaper says they need extras and anybody can come. And as a kid, I looked like a tiny Julia Roberts. I yeah. Just a big ass smile. Yeah. Brown hair. So I everybody's see it. like, right? Like yeah. when I was a kid, I mean, before my face turned into this, but. Oh my God, like, your face I, is amazing. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But uh, it doesn't look like Julia Roberts, that's for sure. <laughs> as a kid, like before my face was formed. It definitely before it all came together. A lot of teeth and brown hair. So uh, everybody would be like, you look like a little Julia Roberts. So my mom brought me to set and we didn't, we had not been approved ahead of time or signed up for anything. We just signed, we just walked up, me and my mom. My mom's like, mm-hmm. Ginger and Lace Larrabee. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't have you. And she's like, well, we're supposed to be here. Uh, so she like names a name, like Sharon, Sharon confirmed that we were, and this is pre email and all that. So wow. like we have emails and she's like, yeah, no. And they're like, oh, well, okay. I guess you need to refill out your voucher. And then like gave us the vouchers and we just moseyed on in and we were extras. That's amazing. Yeah. And I ended up getting pulled out of this audience because we were supposed to be the audience in this particular scene. And they'd move us from side to side in this building to make us look like like the whole place was full. Yeah. And uh, so it was this group of like 2,000 people who they would just like move, move around. around. And I got pulled out of the audience and became like, I was a featured extra. Featured extra? Yeah. And I would like, I was in like shots, you know, <gasps> nearby and they like formed a family. They grabbed like a woman and a man and a couple kids and I was one of the kids. So they like... I don't know. It was it was a really cool experience. That's so cool. And it was like, like I was I'm on in a set movie. for nine days, and I met Julia, and I <gasps> met Dennis Quaid, and I met. It was that movie, something to talk about. Oh my god! Yeah. So I was a kid when I did all that, and then I had the fucking bug, and my parents were like, "Okay, this might be a real thing. This might be our way out." Yeah, kind of situation. They're like, "She could." Yeah, and so my mom was like, "Well, I wonder what else." So we what else is in that vein? Yeah, how do we get there? We didn't how know. do you act? There's no fucking Google. You don't like. Yeah. Like, so she entered me into like a model search at the mall at the mall those things yeah and then they were like well she has potential but you know she's gonna need to buy you pay the 75 dollars to go do this thing and so we did that and then my mom figured out real early like modeling schools were shit scams so yeah me the, to those but she was like we're gonna get you some headshots and we're gonna submit you to agency so she just did directly legit agencies she paid for photos like your the mom is bit a badass I got an agent. I got I, the one big booking I had was a Bell South commercial. <gasps> Bell so, South. Yeah, uh, remember that? that yeah. And, uh, and now it's AT&T. But, yeah, it's um, like, that was like the, I was going to say, the Verizon AT&T, of the day, but I guess it was yeah, literally AT&T. Yeah. And so I did that. It was, it was like a, it was a, like a long day shoot. Like they had to dye my hair for the role. <gasps> it was like crazy. Wow. Like, I, it was You're so like, I'm doing exciting. it. I'm a star. I'm doing it. And so, but, but I was very close for a lot of roles. Like I was auditioning my little fucking ass off because I was all these callbacks. You're cute. Callbacks all the time. And I was just like fearless. Yeah. Cause you're a kid. You're not sitting there second guessing yourself like you do now. No, you're just like, yeah, no, I'm a good actor. Yeah. They're like crying. I'm like, I can fucking cry. I'll show you. I'll fucking show you cry. And, uh, so I did like, I got booked on another cool thing. I don't think it ever went anywhere or did anything, but it was some sort of like mental health commercial so i had to like that was one of the ones i got because i cried oh wow and, um yeah so anyway um so we did that but then we moved like three years into me starting doing to, all those things and like feeling like oh my god something might happen. blooming yeah and then we moved to south georgia there's <gasps> nothing like that anywhere oh my god nowhere near Atlanta devastating was like four hours away oh, so no. it's too long to like go to auditions and shit like that so my school had a pageant 
and I was like, Mama, I want to be in a pageant. Like, I need to get on stage. I need, I need, I need to shit. perform. I need this. Yeah. And she's like, God damn it. What is it? Like, what do you pay? What, is it? How, what, what kind of money? Is what is this? Yeah. And it was not that much to enter it. And then she's like, well, what the fuck? We don't have dresses. We don't know anything about any of this. We've never done it because it's so different than acting. Oh, it's a t- and it's a whole completely different world. And then there's probably girls who have been doing it from their day one. Their moms did it. Their grandmas did it. Fetuses. Yeah, they came out with their hair like yeah. <laughs> up in the air. They won like Miss Fancy Fetus. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Fancy Fetus. <laughs> and yeah, so they're like literally, and that was another, and that really fueled the fire for everybody fucking hating me. Being like, oh, you think you're better because you we were rent, winning? We rented a dress. 50 bucks i look like a goddamn cupcake it's on my instagram oh my God. if anybody wants to check it out do um, it so go on it's, it's one of my recent like throwback thursday Just photos it's me literally fancy dress and um i won Oh my God. Beat all those bitches. It was kind of pageant that you just walk across the stage. That's all you did. That's all you did. You didn't do anything else, but there were like girls that were lined up to win. Like it was their goddamn year. This is it. I'm it's my time. And what's so funny about the title was it was that school that was, you were the Donald Trump of this. Oh yeah. No They're like, this is a joke. She'll never win. Uh, Wait. And then I was like, build the wall. And I won. It was crazy. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It was so crazy. Uh, so no, I entered and it was, so it was that school that was kindergarten through eighth grade. Okay. And so the title was Miss Glenville Elementary School, even though I was in goddamn seventh grade. Jesus. So embarrassing. That so, sucks. But I still won. I had the yeah. goddamn crown. Yeah. So I didn't care. And uh, I beat, yeah. beat a bunch of kindergartners. Do so you think they hated me before? Like they fuck. No, no. I had to, it, only girls my age. Like okay. Seventh and eighth. So they put seventh and eighth grade together. Okay. To compete with each other. And, so you beat uh, the eighth graders so too. I beat the fucking eighth graders too. Which eighth is a graders, huge deal. Two eighth graders were my first and second runner up. Girl, Bitches. fucking hated me. And my hair was, uh, like, it was so bad. It was my mom. We didn't know any better. So we just like, she curled my hair into ringlets with like our little Vidal Sassoon, like medium oh, size. Oh, the little curlers. Curling iron. Curling iron. So oh yeah, curl, the curling irons curling are like. Iron. Hair sprayed the fuck out of it in the curl. All in the iron. Let where it's it like, go. <laughs> and it just like. Yeah. Crispy curls. So my whole hair was just crispy curls. Crispy like fucking. All around. I think I might have had bangs. I have to look back at that picture. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, everybody should follow me at Lace Larrabee. Yeah, go and, follow her. Uh, please, God, go see that photo. Because my Jesus. little sister has, was in her grade, too, and she had placed at hers. <gasps> and so she's in the picture with me, like, looking cute as fuck. But, did she keep doing them? Uh, she did them, too. She did them through high school. She might have done them a couple years after. I did them until uh, I was, like, 27. Yeah? Because I won a lot of scholarship money. I did the Miss America system. Okay. Miss Cobb Miss, County. Yep. I had I was Miss Cobb County, Miss Historic North Georgia, Miss Southern Rose, and Miss Tattnall County. How close did you get to Miss Georgia? Top ten. <sighs> Hard. And I did comedic monologues for my talent. So yeah, were, it's the South, and they're like they're competitive. Like it's, it's like this is what they do. States, it's football, and they, yeah. So that's like they're like you need to. Sing, you're ruining it. Play the piano. Well, they don't want you to do dance. anything weird. No, like they they're don't. they're it's too risky. They my, gotta win. Yeah. No, my uh, my friend. Uh, Sydney, who I had on another podcast, podcast. Yeah. who did, who did miss Alaska to try her, her sister was literally like, and anyone listening, you already heard the story, but was just like, well, you're trying to enter. Maybe you'll win some scholarship money. She was not a pageant person, but like no one in Alaska is really, Right. I mean, there probably are. So it's dismissive of me to say that, well, but it's not the same. Pageants are a small town thing, really. but she just said the same thing about how she's like, it's such a shame that the talents that are really encouraged and are able to be shown mm-hmm. are it's so limited she's like someone could so be a killer limited. basketball player they, yep. can't, show they can't show that i know yeah we used to wow. always say that like talk about how bizarre it was like the talents that they consider talents and my 
argument would be like in interviews because a lot of people think that the onstage question is the interview portion which is not even close there was like a day or two days before you go into a panel interview where you have a 12 minute interview face to face with like five to seven judges and they're throwing like they're they're just fucking fastball questions at you nonstop. it would go from like political to personal to political to talent to to this to your one of your accolades and you'd have to fucking like literally defend yourself and prove that you have uh that you can create a sentence yeah because your whole job is a speaker when you're hired you travel and you speak you have speeches and you're supposed to what inspire people yeah when i was miss cobb county i made 93 appearances that year as my title and i was in college and I worked. I had two jobs. Oh my God. And how did I you worked survive? And I made 93 fucking appearances that year. But your speaker is what you're doing. Were you so- supposed to never be, be, be seen when you're like Miss Cobb County? Like, don't let anyone see you without makeup. Uh, Are there no, rules like that? They didn't say that. Okay. No, the board didn't give two shits. I mean, when you show up to an event, you yeah. need to, like, like, don't be a slob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, like, I mean, like we said, my mom was very, like, you know, had you, you were together put together anyway. Yeah. So, comedic you know. monologues. Yeah, did you yeah, know yeah. you wanted to be in stand up? I loved stand-up okay. so much. Like, I grew up, like, my parents would let, because they were young, so they let me, they had, like, Richard Pryor albums. Like, Hell yes. Like, and, like, Eddie Murphy and all that. So they I were only going to sacrifice so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they would let me, like, because I was mature enough to yeah. listen to that shit and know not to go to school and say fuck Repeat shit. Repeat things, yeah. yeah. Um, so they would let me listen to it. And then I would stay up and get to watch SNL and stuff like that. Uh, and then as soon as like SNL. Comedy Central was a thing, like <sighs> God, I lived off. I've just fucking lived off of it. Binged, same. Anything. Oh my God, on like Comedy Kids Central. in the Hall. Yeah. I'm trying to think what there even was. There were just like this, the little, like yeah. the different specials. Mm-hmm. All the little specials, all the, the and then the like the one night stands. Remember that was yes. on HBO or Showtime or what yeah, was it? One uh, of those. I don't know. One of them. One night stand. And the blend. What was the? Yeah, there with the uh, premium blend. Premium blend, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. Comedy Central, right? Yeah, I was like, yeah, the, yeah, what yeah, are yeah. the blend? What are the words? Yeah. South Park changed my life. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, even though it's not stand-up, but yeah. like just The funny. fucking Daily Show, when The Daily Show came around. Yeah. Like, the funniest fucking thing on TV. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I always lean towards funny. I preferred funny because as a poor kid with teen parents, like... I felt the way to make friends was to be funny. Yeah, you, you're like, that's... It disarms people. Yeah. You want to make people happy. You want to make mm-hmm. them like you. I'd rather be make funny. people happy than make them sad. And like, yeah, we joked around a lot in our house. I mean, the whole reason I think that we stayed together as a family and didn't like murder suicide everybody was because we laughed a lot. My parents yeah. are really funny. Yeah, that's why it's like I think that like my house was tumultuous, but like the amount we oh, were yeah. able to laugh There's is a like lot of we were holding on by a goddamn thread. Oh, but same. like. The fact that every once in a while someone could just break the tension by yeah. dropping some bomb. Yeah. And then yeah. we just all laugh. But you have to fucking laugh at yourselves. And no. like, that's what we do. And we'd make it's like survival like, external family, like our extended family. Like we'd make fun of them, like on the way to or from like family, family events. events. Yeah. Like that was our fate. We're just roasting the shit out of relatives. That's and so we, funny. That was our thing as a family. And then we'd roast each other until somebody like fucking cried. Yeah. Like, no, me was, and my brother, yeah. there was a show called make me laugh. I remember that show. Yeah. So after like when my parents got divorced and then for a while my dad came came back and he'd do the, you know, one weekend a month. Mm-hmm. He'd come pick us up from Mississippi, drive us to like some shitty hotel at like Gulf Shores. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh my God, we're going to a hotel by the beach. Oh, a hotel was when, a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a best Western yeah. at best. Hey, but <laughs> but I was like, an at best Western. it was the best Western. <laughs> but I was like, what are we rich? We're in a best Western. Um, yeah, but. Oh yeah, we would play that in the back seat of the car till we were like cry laughing. Oh yeah, um, yeah. 
Anyway, I feel like we covered a lot. Your parents, they're still supportive, still crazy supportive now. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it took them a while because obviously like they sacrificed everything to have me and they're like, this is what you choose. Like the most unstable thing that you could possibly do. Yeah. I think that no guarantees. Yeah. But I mean, you're doing well, so that probably helps. Like you're start, you're, you know, the more and more you start to get, I think the more parents go like, they relax. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. It took like when my mom finally saw me do a headlining set. Yeah. Cause like I went home and I don't know if it was when I, I don't think it was when I recorded my album, but I had a sold out crowd. Mm -hmm. It was a great show. And she's like, Oh, you're going to be okay. And I was like, Wait, was well, this the thing you were holding on to the whole time? Because yeah. she never said it. She was like, yeah. you know, as long as I just don't uh, move out to LA and become a cokehead or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's beca- because I was also like... I think my parents know that like I was always going to be okay, but they were just worried that... I don't know. What's well, also because you're... I mean, like any stand-up comedian, you're very smart. Yeah. You know, and so th- that is a little thing to go like... And they're always thinking... This like, is the thing that you chose to do with your brain? Is yeah. it like you, yeah. you could have done something that was like a guaranteed stable mm-hmm. amount of okay income and now you're like let's just shoot for the moon and yeah. maybe i'll live on a couch for the rest of my life but yeah. maybe i'll make a whole bunch of money yeah 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 but, but no you're saying your mom like what'd you say oh no it, it, she just she never discouraged me she, i mean right, so i i ended up in comedy because try to get me to stop well nobody yeah. gave me any direction mm-hmm. is which is why i was like well i like making people laugh and mm-hmm. that was always my thing is that like i enjoy performing i love doing musicals i love to sing but like i i'm not like i've never been chasing fame i just was like right. oh here's a thing that i know i can that do i know i can do like well. i know i can make yeah. people laugh yeah so i was like i'm gonna do that it makes me feel good i've been fired from like almost every job i've ever had for crossing the line or for being for, too oh for all kinds of things yeah for being well snapping like on managers well now shit i've, and, I've been yeah without another job for so long same I will, that i'm like i don't if hell. i had to go back even, oh god i would I wouldn't last. I would get fired in a day. I feel like I feel the same way, but, and I feel like it's so like repetitive because I feel like every artist says this, but it's so true though. Like, I don't know what the fuck else I No, It's like the first time I did stand up. I feel like I have to do this. (gasps) Yes. Not because I think I have some magical thing. Yeah. That I'm like the world. I mean, I don't feel that way, but I do feel like, okay, I can stand on stage and entertain people and they're happy. And I'm happy. They're getting what they paid for, and I feel good and about it. I feel it. good about it, and I feel like I do it well. And so it's like I feel fulfilled doing yes. it. Yes. So it's like, why wouldn't I do the thing yeah. that I go like, wow, I feel great after yeah. that. It's kind of the same reason that like I don't have kids right now is because I'm like I don't want to regret not doing these things. Yeah. You know. I love that. I just want to like I don't know. You've heard it here, people. Don't have kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, one more time. Where can everyone find you? Even though we plugged up before. No, that's okay. I I just keep everything is my name. On okay. Like, I never fucking tweet. I tweet every night. The last time I tweeted, it was about some, the bullshit heartbeat bill that's trying to get passed in Georgia, oh, which is going like, to pass any day, but they're definitely taking it to court. And so. then, who boy. God damn it. Yeah, but they, I tweeted about that and then got attacked. Like, I hadn't tweeted in like seven months. And then people just and ate then, you alive. How, how do they find you? How do the fuck people are like supporters just searching for words? Find, yes. I think it's, it's crazy. I actually turned off something and yeah. that's how they found me. I set my settings so that I only see notifications from people I follow. Like, if yeah. so, which is also not great because it's yeah. silencing things and I don't like that. So I'll go through sometimes and look at things and yeah. find the replies so I can, because I appreciate, I like to interact with people who enjoy my stuff, but girl, it was a fucking nightmare. So I hate Twitter and it's so scary now. And I don't, I don't like all the fucking bots on there. So I yeah. never tweet, but I'm still on there. 
Uh, Instagram's where it's at. Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Lace Larrabee. It's L-A-C-E-L-A-R-R-A-B-E-E. And Lace is my real name. Yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, we don't even yeah. have time, but that's amazing. Right. Um, just beautiful Southern charm. You guys, that was Lace. Thank Thanks. you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, see you soon, idiots. Well, there you go. That's Lace Larrabee. Um, Southern Belle and Pageant Queen and all around fucking amazing. If you like the podcast, subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes. Make sure you go follow Lace. Go see her live. Uh, share the podcast with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Big thank you to my league of extraordinary edits from Patreon. John, Matt. Oh, wait. No, John, Gene, Greg, Kathy, Terry. Yay. Boo, 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 boo. You guys are the fucking best. Um... And I am able to keep these episodes flowing, uh, hopefully better than I have been in the past month, uh, because of patrons like you. <sighs> you guys are the greatest. I'm really glad I have you. Look, if you want to join the League of Extraordinary Idiots and be part of our monthly Google Hangs, get cool postcards from me on the road, maybe some other stuff. Uh, I've got some other content cooking, and it's going to be a fun time. Uh, Patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. Follow at blessed podcast on twitter don't remember the last time i tweeted there honestly don't even follow it who gives a shit follow me on twitter at jms comedy um and on instagram and find me on facebook i'm uh i'm there jms comedy for everything uh please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity they're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world if you have any additional questions for lace or any guest or you have a topic you want to hear covered uh, someone specific to interview always tag me email me ignorancesblessedpodcast at gmail.com that's the best way to guarantee I will see it because I do miss some of the tags and I apologize for that um, I try to do my best but uh, my best is pretty low sometimes it varies depending on caffeine and sleep <sighs> alright I think that's it uh, yeah follow me Join the podcast Facebook group. That's where I'll post ahead of time for questions. Just uh, on Facebook, look up Ignorance is Blessed Idiots. And uh, keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.